0: Hello, everybody. In this week's Weekender, we are taking you through the latest and greatest that's been going on in the wargaming world, including some fantastic old school fantasy miniatures, along with some super dark and creepy ones. But make sure and stay tuned this Saturday from midday UK time. We are going to be live streaming and giving away a mountain of prizes. So we have stuff from the guys at Big Potato Games. Our buddies at Themeborn are in here as well. We have so many prizes, we have over 15 feet of prizes. And if we come all the way down here, we have a massive amount from the guys over at Asmodee. So we've got Terraforming Mars, Descent, Scythe, World of Warcraft pandemic. So stay tuned because your weekend starts here.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the weekender. I am taking on the role of Jerry for this week. I'm not as big and not as beardy, but Justin's doing all the work for us on that front and yes. supporting that I amazing think, set of I face. think I'm more beardy now. You it's are, just yes,
2: glorious yeah, that, that yeah. addition to your face you've got going on there. Yeah. Only takes yes. six months.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> I, commitment. I, 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 I'm fairly sure Justin has, now needs to keep this throughout all recordings, so there could be no skipping back and forth between him having a bare chin now. But <laughs> uh,
0: oh, no, hang on, hang on. That used to annoy people so much. He <laughs> <did>. saw something <laughs> when it was off. Yeah, and then yeah. six months later, it would go out whenever this is on. It's just like... No, why? Don't trust this. I don't trust this.
1: If you hadn't guessed already, I am joined this week by Justin by Free, and by John. We've all come together to talk about some awesome Wargaming news and board gaming goodness throughout the world of tabletop gaming this week. Mm-hmm. But before we dive into everything proper, uh, we've got a couple of updates to dive through. So you would have seen that Justin uh, was showing off some amazing prizes. 15 we're have
0: feet of prizes.
1: So many prizes are going to be available tomorrow to check out. So we are going to be joining up with the folks at the... Um, UK Games Expo, to put together the giveaway event uh, running from 12 till 2 uh, over the weekend. So all you've got to do is head on over to uh, our Twitch channel Uh, either on YouTube as well. We've also got our Facebook as well. Uh, We're also going to be hosting everything through the On Tabletop um, homepage too, so you can get involved in that sense. We're going to be giving away, as Justin was saying, loads and loads of board games. There are tons and tons from a whole range of different publishers, some of which we'll be talking to uh, as part of our our interviews throughout that two-hour show. Uh Uh, Some of them that have kindly donated them to give away to you lovely folk as well. Um, We're also going to be giving away An amazing prize for someone who's maybe never gone to the UK Games Expo before. We're going to be giving away tickets and hotel rooms for the entire weekend for you to go and have some fun with it. So that's going to be the big grand prize that we're going to be giving away for that. Um, As you can see, you can follow down in the uh, links down below this video as well. Uh, We're going to have all the stuff for you to go and check out and Mm -hmm. dive into and keep up with everything. So we're going to have the Twitch channel, the YouTube and the Facebook, as I was saying. Who you go and uh, dive into and
0: have fun with? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the hope is we're going to be kicking off at midday UK time. Right. It should hopefully run two hours-ish. I'm saying that's ish just because <laughs> I don't trust Warren. <laughs> I'll say I don't trust Warren, but I don't trust Warren.
2: Um, I'm fearing for you, Justin. I dread to think, well, are oh, no. you are you going to get chucked over you during no, these no, two no, hours? No. No? no, you're avoiding no, the gunge. I've heard these gunge, you
0: know. Yeah. No, no, that, that's, that's, that's John Robinson's thing whenever he's doing the big bean tornado in the dark
1: room. Yeah, guns. Guns was flirted, but I think we're stepping away from that, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. But there will be fun quizzes and everything for to dive into. Um, it's going to be a really jam-packed show over those two hours um and yeah should be good fun it's so going to be justin warren and jerry hosting that one so
0: hopefully out. hopefully yes. so long as nothing weird or wacky happens well yes
1: that's true uh, and also we'll say that we are going to be doing sort of interviews during the show uh, mm-hmm. but all of the full interviews that are going to, that we're going to be sort of diving into with all the different com- uh, companies will be available later as well so some really nice things to dive into even if you miss the 12 to 2 slots but you don't want to Because of the prizes, obviously. Yes,
0: Um, they they will be in in two hours. We have to give away everything. So it will be quite rapid fire. So be there or miss out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. hey there all miss out nice <laughs> yeah uh
1: in addition to um what we're <laughs> going to be uh doing with uk games Actual on saturday on sunday we have another big thing to do so we are also going to be launching the spring clean hobby challenge which is the big thing that we do every year yep. uh, so with this uh, all you've got to do with it is dig out all those old projects that you might have been sort of left to the wayside or whatever and then you've got to get them out Show us what you were going to be working with and then turn it into something beautiful and amazing for this year. Um, as you can see, we're going to be giving away four £50 vouchers this time around with eight £25 runner up uh, prizes as well. So that's two for each of the different categories. <laughs> Did I mention categories? Yes, we have categories. So, yes, there are four categories for you to get involved with. Um, So there is best skill. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is based on the most skilled work, the most brilliant painting overall. We have best tutorial. So we have the project system set up so that you can dive into. And when you're stuck into that, you can sort of fill it out with all the sort of what for's and warehouse of how you brought all your miniatures to life. That's also very important. We also have best idea. So even if you don't get to the end of your amazing Um, Spring Clean Challenge project As long as you had a really fun And cool idea This is where you can get Some prizes that way And then we have The best one of them The Otter Pups Or as we call it well, We we do say Otter Pups But it's actually also Just junior member Um, If you are under 16 And you want to dive in And have fun with this Then you can do that as well Have fun Put together some Interesting projects With your kids Perhaps over this Sort of springtime break Uh And uh, yeah You could also win Yourself some vouchers And remember
2: Um, If your kid wins it it's not yours. It deserves it.
1: <laughs> That is true. Yeah. That
3: voucher is theirs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you make it sound like their kids just getting put into like a, a sweatshop. Okay, you're going to paint this, and Daddy's going to get new toys.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring both the ottomans.
1: All of those things. Um, so, yes, yeah, so the challenge is going to run uh, from the 20th of March, so the start of spring, springtime on Sunday, all the way through to the 21st of June. So you have a load of time to get involved with this. And I just want to yeah. show these are some of the projects that we have had in the past as you can see three plus seven pages worth of projects that people have been working on uh, it's a very simple thing uh, for you to sign up and get this sorted out so let's go back to this again for a second so yeah what you got to do is start a project click go to the drop down menu and click the spring cleaning hobby challenge and away oh, you go you'll be ready nice. to get stuck in and have fun with it i know that uh, usually us on the team tend to do something with this. Uh, I'm going to probably dig out some Tyranids that I've had sitting around for a really long time because I really wanted to paint some Tyranids. And I think I might break those out and start painting those. Anyone else have any uh, sort of uh, visions of what they want to do with the Spring Clean Challenge?
2: I mean, John looks hurt at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, he's always doing hobbies. Me, on the other hand, is just like, uh, I might actually
3: I'm- just Spring Clean my
0: house.
1: Oh, nice! No Win-win. cheating! cheating.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. Yeah. I just—I will lay down the gauntlet to you, then, Justin. Oh Allison. crap! And, and we're doing this—we're doing this on front <laughs> stage as well, which is even better because other people will know. I challenge you, right, to, to get fifteen hundred points of your Space Marine army finished.
0: Is it- I need to find my Space Marine
3: army. I have no idea where it is. The first can, can, part of the challenge is finding them.
0: Can't mm, can, like can you just hunt. bring back you the, had, the German a, tanks that are out no, yours that you were meant no, to do the camo pattern on no, that I never saw again?
3: No. No.
2: <laughs> this is your challenge, Justin. Because
3: apparently. you you had a good color scheme you were working on, and I want I to see an army of that. So okay. I want you to do that. And come on, it's until June, right?
0: All right. Yeah, we've got time. So 1,500 points of that Space Marine 1, army points. finished. Yes.
3: Okay. if you If you do it, if you manage to pull it off, I will delay your birthday present and I will buy you an Imperial Knight for your army. That's it's tempting.
4: <laughs> so, the,
0: so hang on, the reward for my hard work is... Another work? model. More hard work? Yeah. That's the oh, yeah, reward, that more hard
1: work. Yes. I'm also, also going to lay down a challenge to free. Go on. I'm, I'm, going to put, I'm, going to, I'm going to put you in the ringer. So I want you to, you know that amazing Witch King on Nazgul that you were working on? Yes. I, I want you to finish that for i Okay. <laughs> Again, I like paint,
2: Justin, you go, I need to find
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> You don't have to paint any of the goblins or the orcs, you just have to paint the Nazgul and the Witch King and I'll be <laughs> happy, so. Yeah, all
2: right. I can do that. I can do that if I can find the Nazgul, yeah, if I can find the Billbeast, um... But what I do plan on doing is because I keep printing off 3D printing stuff, I'm gonna get a bulk of it painted. Uh, because I keep tend to print things and put them to one side. I'm gonna get quite a lot of it painted uh, and me. stop and put my 3D printing on the pause for a moment. Mm-hmm. So that would so, be yeah, my very plan. Cool
1: um so yeah if you want to get involved uh, make sure to um head on over to the article when it launches on sunday you follow all the instructions in there and as i say loads of amazing prizes in there if you do have a go at and also it's just a good reason to dive into all that um those mounds of plastic and metal and resin that we have sitting around. i mean
0: the, the tire well, is yeah, right
1: there as, as, as people are showing but yeah dive into all that and get it painted up um there is one more announcement oh my god we're giving you a panoply of <laughs> announcements you may have seen that we had an article going up this week. So we are going to be uh, launching alongside Clover's belly, Infinity Week Raven Eye on yes. Monday. So this is going to be very awesome indeed. So yes, we are going to be talking with Carlos Killian, who came over to the studio. You might have seen in that little kind of teaser vlog that we did. And we're going to be going through the Raven Eye book, which is the new fantastic supplement mm-hmm. there. We're also going to be looking at the Morat Aggression Force Action Pack, which is quite a mouthful, but an amazing <laughs> set of new miniatures. <laughs> As you can see here, these are mere teasers of what amazing stuff awaits you for infinity. There's going to be loads and loads of videos all throughout the week, including a battle report. Everybody loves a good Carlson Killian battle report. Um, We also, sorry, go on Justin.
0: I I will say, I have been editing through these just to try and be ahead for next week. And I will say, keep an eye on Wednesday because there is something huge coming. Yes,
1: yes, yes, very true. Um, And in addition to that, if you comment on any of those videos next week, you'll also be able to win yourself one of three Operation Crimson Stone Battle <laughs> Packs. Um, so we're going to be giving away them in a similar fashion to we normally do. So we have one for YouTube, one for On Tabletop, and an additional chance to win for our Cult of Game subscribers. So yes, Raven Eye Week is coming on Monday. Mm, nice excuse to, do, to yeah, get into Code 1 there, isn't Very there? true. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're going to give you a little tiny teaser of that before we're back in a little second.
0: Comment on our Raven Eye Week videos for your chance to win Operation Crimson Stone. We'll be choosing three winners, one from the comments on YouTube, one from onTabletop.com, and our Cult of Games members get an extra chance to win.
1: And we have the coolest moment of the show. That I'm into, <laughs> and I have decided to give the honour of uttering the immortal phrase to the wonderful John here because he did it off camera and it was amazing. It's so,
0: John, <laughs> he will never make it al- again.
1: Oh, that's true. Take it away.
3: <laughs> I'm or indie of the week. Oh,
4: yeah, it was. God, I love that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. that little earworm. Right. Yeah. So uh, this week, <laughs> I have chosen the indie, uh, and I've decided to go particularly uh, sort of weird and old hammer with Creative Sculpt Studio. Oh. So let's have a peek at this. So Creative Sculpt Studio, can you see this? Have you seen yes. the show? Right, yes. <laughs> it's just Jerry does all this, right? So anyway, so um, this is Creative Sculpt Studio, which is run by a dude called Paul.
2: One man band.
1: A one man band. I nice. don't know his last name, but I'm, but Paul is an amazing name, anyway. Uh, and the idea is that uh, Paul has been sculpting miniatures for many, many, many years, and does them for a range of different companies, but also for himself. So he's mm-hmm. a sculptor for hire but also does all his own own stuff as well, uh, based around the Dark Hollow Dark Miniatures collection, as you can see just at the top there. So this collection uh, is broken down into a whole range of different elements. Uh, there's lots of stuff in here for role players, but there's also stuff in pe- uh, here for people who are really into like old hammery stuff and that kind of vibe as well. So I'm gonna start off with one that I think would be very good for a lot of role-playing gamers and that is this Dark Hollow Adventurers Party as you can see here so
2: everyone needs a pony everybody exactly. needs a pony yeah.
1: every adventure party needs a pony, in, a <laughs> pony. <laughs> I
0: mean, you, then you need something to carry away all the stuff you've stole off the dead bodies
1: all the loot <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, In this, obviously, you've got your sort of standard stuff. So you've got your kind of wizard leading the party and sort of going off into strange dungeons, leading halflings to their doom. Mm -hmm. You've got the sort of ranger rogue style character there that could be an elf, could be a human if you wanted to, maybe even like a drow as well. All very nice, too. And then you've got your classics here. So you've got kind of like your heavily armored knight or a paladin, perhaps as well. A little tiny, sneaky halfling rogue. (laughs) Thought was really nice. A sort of a dwarf cleric That tends to be the one That everyone goes to Sort of archetypally yeah. <clears> When it comes to D&D And then your fantastic Female fantasy barbarian As well Which I think is pretty cool I too.
2: really like how The posies aren't just static Aren't Ooh, they just in yes. one place They're all in different Movements as well Especially the last one And the wizard at the front
0: mm, yeah,
2: They're very yeah. different looking
0: The rogue does have One of my big bugbears on. Love yeah. the rogue Sorry the, the archer Oh, oh, yeah. It's
2: upright.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's drawn
3: back, but there's no arrow.
2: You can put an arrow in. Yeah. Put I in don't know. Horse, it's, yeah. it's
0: one of my bugbears on miniatures whenever you Sculpt see it. Sculpt an arrow.
3: Sculpt an arrow is not a big deal, Justin. Just, just
0: know, do, no. do, do it. Just It'd do, do it. Some it's just a bugbear I have.
1: But no, it's, it's a nice little set, I think, for people who are starting out. And you can also see initially, like, well, especially this is especially why I was drawn to this, is that all of this stuff is sort of traditionally hand sculpted. <laughs> So wow. you've got the the old school greens that you'd normally mm. seen, sort of um the three old, ups. Yeah, and those kind of three ups and that kind of stuff. So it's really nice stuff here, sort of like to get you started with things. And pretty cheap as well. Oh. Yeah, It's is quite nice. So yeah, yeah. So you've got your nice little adventuring party there. I'm going to make everybody sick.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but there's too much power for one Ben to have. I know. Yeah. This is
2: what happens to Ben's in yeah.
1: charge. <laughs> I'll make you ill watching the weekend. There. Uh, but another one of the sets that I've written, so Dark Hollow Dwellers is kind of like the main way that this sort of comes together. Mm-hmm. And this shows off all the like really weird <gasps> and wonderful stuff. That um, Paul has been working on. So, if you see anything in particular that you want me to talk about or we'll show off.
2: Can you look then... at those minions there, Ben? This one? The, the third one. There's the third a moon one. with legs.
1: The third There's... one? The minions? What? Ah, yes, there I've seen that. Right, here we go. ha. I know what I'm doing. I can, I can navigate. Oh,
2: this. that you know, top right just looks like Plank from Eddie, Ed, and Eddie has had a bit of a hard time. He's <laughs> retired, he's uh, gone to the Wizard's Castle, Bill. Oh, it's a little fishy. Catfish! Yeah. That's almost a catfish. He just trolls everybody on the internet online. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he
1: does. <laughs>
2: oh, the moon with legs is great. You can imagine. That, hey, he yeah. just looks like he just doesn't want to do his job. You know, he lives in a wizard's castle when you're telling him, oh, for God's sake, where yeah. you got to go? Sun's yeah. going down. Sorry.
0: This this reminds me of a, a game I wanted to make where it would be wizards <laughs> arguing about which minion was the best. Mm-hmm. And then each player is essentially the wizard sending out his preferred type of miniatures. Yeah, mm-hmm. these <laughs> all belong in it.
2: A wizard's castle, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So,
3: Pokemon with wizards.
2: Yeah. yeah oh, Pokemon can you wizards, yeah. can you imagine <laughs> the the guy in the bottom right? He's uh, he's always carrying something. Don't know what it is. He don't know who it is, He's just always got something. Master, always, always got the you looking <laughs> for. Yeah. Please don't hit me.
1: <laughs> you can you can definitely see like where the influence of sort of old school warhammers come in for these because mm. the, these are all the kind of familiars that you would have seen if you were diving into sort of classic chaos armies from back in the day in Warhammer. These are all the sort of things that will pop up in kind of like the margins of uh, Mm -hmm. a Mordheim book, for example, as well. (laughs) I mean, you could imagine that sort of hopping around the streets of Mordheim, uh, delivering warpstone to people as you were sort of pottering about.
0: See, I imagine that one's one that just annoyed the wizard. And it's just why You will be a small Walking cauldron now mm. <laughs> You are now my chamber pot
2: Yeah This guy Can I sell you some mushrooms? This guy in the top Right that's, This is where he's Mushroom. going Yeah <laughs> quick, quick, sorry.
1: This one's also got, I like this one Because this one's got Like a little bit more Of a sci-fi vibe That is
2: very sci-fi like yeah. yeah It's either like A
1: little tiny sort of Wooden automaton Or it's something That's kind of like It's the servitor Like a little tiny servitor Style yeah. feature
3: Depends
0: Perhaps. how
1: you paint it. I feel
3: Maybe. like it needs a wind up key in its back.
1: Yes. Mm. That yeah, be
2: cool. that'd be a great idea. Yeah.
1: And then you've got this guy who's carrying the wizard's staff, obviously. Yeah. Or, He's or been relegated brush. or a paintbrush. Oh my God. That'd be oh,
4: a that's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: You and need then to you've buy got that. A Thulu. <laughs> The baby baby Thulu. Thulu Yeah yeah he just Bubba plays Thulu. fetch He just a cu- plays A fetch. cute A cute Thulu Maybe <sighs> The
2: eyes maybe. just do a lot Don't they You yeah. just see the little Sparkly eye And it suddenly Becomes adorable
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: just waiting To see Rex Sanchez yeah. <laughs> this,
1: this needs to be uh, The prize For like a painting Competition or something Definitely If everybody gets One of those Like painted in gold Silver and bronze oh, like,
2: that's, you know. that's awesome yeah. well,
0: If you ever want To do a painting challenge
1: Everybody paints yeah, yeah, The right same mini
2: yeah.
1: Mm. Um, but like for example, there, so that's obviously sort of breaking down little individual so sets and in minutes and stuff. I'm just gonna bring up bring up some of these because there's that's some amazing great. stuff. And this is fairly exhaustive when it comes to kind of like traditional D and D style monsters. That Hobgoblin. Go. The Hobgoblin. I'll open the Hobgoblin oh, yeah. as well. Let's look at that I'll first, <gasps> first. Thank you Justin. Yes. Yeah, Think you are. Yes. That's awesome. That is. Yeah. You like it. Ah, big zuby in picture.
2: <laughs> that's great.
1: I love the sort of old school red skull on the shield as well. I think very, that's really it's nice very like thought. you
3: know the PS one game medieval. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You'll have an another chance to be the hero instead of being shot in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, great. So uh,
1: this was... is this is actually an, an important thing to mention as well. So a lot of the miniatures are done in metal, but they also do resins and that kind of thing. Oh, too, okay, which is quite nice, but. Um, yeah, so oh. it, it's a lot of sort of more traditional materials than you would have thought, which is quite good. I love it, um, And again, you get that really nice oh, yeah, sort of,
4: right.
1: yeah, you get that really nice kind of like hand-sculpted feel to all of this stuff, which I think is really good. Like you could, like that feels like it's been made by the fingers and thumbs of somebody at a table somewhere, which I think is really cool. And it means that you get all this, this kind of character built into the faces and the expressions and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit more maybe than the CAD stuff that we see uh, nowadays, not to, you know, diminish anyone who sculpts in, in digital mediums and that kind of thing. But uh, I think there's something quite nice about the sort of more traditional natural looking material. Yeah,
0: You and me have had this debate before Ben, I prefer CAD, you prefer has I,
1: know, I know. <laughs> what about you, John? What do you prefer? Do you, do you like the digital stuff or do you like the old school?
3: It could, it could be either to me because yeah. as long as the miniature
1: just catches Space, my eye, yeah. it doesn't matter how it's designed. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, he's just saying, "Hey guys." He
2: does. He looks harmless, doesn't
1: he? I've always wanted to role play a bugbear in a in anD D game, mm. and just be like this massive misunderstood monster.
2: So <laughs> yeah. I love about minotaurs. All the from
1: have Also got this one as well. A you massive eye tyrant, sort of beholder, old, yeah, old school looking uh, as well. Yeah, nice definitely. But, um, let's see. What? I put, oh, yes, this one's amazing. So it's just like uh, you know. Yeah, so in D&D, they have Amber Hulks, I think they're called, or Amber Hulks. And this is kind of like a take on that. So it's like a big, huge, chitinous beast with big claws and fangs and things like that. So <laughs> they've really dived into the idea of like making all the kind of weird D&D monsters <laughs> that were almost sketched by Gygax and his friends in the old sort of D&D manuals and that kind of thing. So oh. it's a really nice little touch.
3: I was going to say it's literally
1: a bugbear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there Ba-dum-ba. We'll look at the dragon In a second Because I just want go to go min- they- Here's a few more There's minions for you three oh,
2: mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. these are great These are fantastic I could we'll probably come up this. With a story oh, ah, With go. All, right. all of these in a, wizard's ha- in a wizard's tower You know They're very easy to This guy with all the eyes on him oh, That's the cutest Little spider has I'm a the I do not
1: want to get it away
2: from me oh. I'm, to make this,
1: I'm just going to make this big Can we blow this up for Justin and stick it on his wall He just <laughs> looks no, like no, he's trying to
2: sell you insurance <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although the, the worst tooth fairy ever Two year <laughs>
1: warranty on your car
3: insurance
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not, oh god, I'm just starting to hear the bottom
2: start in yeah.
3: Yeah. That's
0: yeah.
2: petrifying yeah. That, that hand is scary
3: Mm. Oh wow yeah, I like the some... snake That gave up on its head And was like Ah eh, just a skull dude <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: There's also this As well So this oh, is wow. One of their One of their a bigger miniatures well, Does that yeah, come so it's in like a...
2: pieces Does that Or is that I all have in one
1: no idea I'm going to look Here we go So we go It's a three headed dragon It's uh, a seven part multi resin piece There we go Wow very One cool. Centimeters in length hmm. mm. It's a big boy
2: That is huge oh.
1: Coming consider- out it's very soon It's
2: simple, for a
3: nice big centerpiece yeah, that is very
2: much so. My three head to dragon.
1: I like that the heads are all different as well. So you've yeah. got the more traditional head and then you've got slightly more mutated versions at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's anyway, kind of like the, the old meme where you've got the two regular heads and the last one just looks like a bit of a derp. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a derp there we yeah, go that's well
2: they cool. all grow up
1: together they can yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah so we've also got this stuff so you've got again a little bit more sort of dungeon diving things so I'll just take a look at one of these this one here for this one so, mm. so yeah you've got some more dungeon fiends. as you can see you've got the, the little hobgoblin and stuff nice. that you've seen in the last one alongside some of the other sort of spirits and things that you might oh, run into that's snail though
2: oh, I was just saying this, yeah the this snail's great
0: the, the paintwork on that shell is this gorgeous show. yeah
1: I think I th- that's one of the nice things I think about this range in general is that every single one of the pages we've been onto with this, when we're looking through this indie, everyone's been like, oh my God, look at that. Oh my God, look at that. And I think that's that's something that really indicative of Paul's sculpting style of things, but yeah. it kind of draws the eye to individual things. I mean, that's... The clearly, Jalan's sky. yeah. Uh, it's like Slimer when he was a bit more hench. <laughs> <I
0: don't
1: know. laughs> During his Bro fears. During his
0: <laughs> gym lab right. Well, I mean Do you during, even sweat, during his underface phase phase before he got you know junk. <laughs>
1: And then you've got slightly more weird, manky, undead creatures and things like mm-hmm. that, well, which we're going to look at in a second as well. And then this amazing ghost. But nice. Nice little, nice little troll.
0: I do so like yes. that, even though it's traditional sculpts, they're being painted in the modern style.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a really nice thing to kind of like set them off. No goblin. Well, were there goblin green bases? I didn't see any goblin green bases. No. No goblin green bases on these <laughs> models. Okay. Um, so, yes, we've also got the undead, as I was sort of mentioning there, too. Mm-hmm. So, we've got some really nice characters here. I'll just bring up a few. If you see any that you like? call out oh, Mungo up the top Mungo oh Mungo there we go the undead pint we got one John it's the one that you oh I love one. these
2: names
1: yeah
2: Hans let's open Henry. Jeff right?
1: and <laughs> Henrik let's look at those then shall we yeah we got built. Bill? Bill Bill the blacksmith there very cool I like the fact that it's. this is probably like a town that's all just dead yeah <laughs> Uh, They've carried
2: on about their jobs. kept the going. World of Warcraft.
3: They're <laughs> mm. yeah. all dead but they don't actually realise it so they're exactly, just doing
1: yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's, I, the thing I like about these ones in particular is that you could paint them up in like I think three different ways. Mm-hmm. You can either paint them as kind of zombies and add loads of blood into the mix uh-huh. Or you could go for that slightly more sort of emaciated, bone-like, sort of almost brittle feel.
2: Power it to the Caribbean kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or go completely like to the other end of the scale and just do them as ghosts and just do them all on oh, that weird ectoplasm yeah. look with like blues, yeah, or, blues some... or greens or something. There's
0: ethereal paints to
1: them. Mm. Yeah. That'd be here's cool. here's yours one, Oh, look at Mongo.
2: Mongo. So he was the guy on the other one, wasn't he? Was he the guy in the pack? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we saw him in yeah. the top painted up as well. But yeah that's amazing I love that I like that the, all the details have been sort of worked into this so you can see that kind of like twisted contorted spine coming up the back and everything as well uh-huh. really nice. and then the eye popping out of his head <laughs> everyone needs a good eye popping that's,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a thing right you know yeah, yeah. 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 Got Jethro, Jethro has
2: boundary issues and he's related to anger. I love that we're giving a family <laughs> background of these guys that's fine
1: Angus then did we bring up we didn't bring up Angus let's bring Angus up Angus so where's Angus Let's find Angus. I can't see Angus. Where's Angus?
4: Angus? <laughs> oh, so dying.
1: Probably product, on the mall. Who produce. are you, Angus? I'm going slowly now, Justin. It's okay. I will Hands, find you. Hans, Carl, Franz, Geoffrey.
2: Oh, friend.
1: what? Uh, I think was, uh, maybe, maybe we don't
2: We're know. never going to make.
0: It looks like it, when it went to more products, it looked like it flipped around because there's Mungo. It did.
1: Mongo's ah, weird. Anyway, right. Oddness. Yeah, but anyway, so there's... like
2: Jeff, Jethro. He's got boundary issues. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you kind of imagine him just going, you're off my land.
1: He looks like a hugger. He looks like a
2: hugger. Taking boundaries, yeah. It's okay to step over the line,
1: yeah. I should also point out, so obviously I haven't really talked about scale yet. I mean, Paul works in all sorts of different scales, but most of these have been done in kind of like 28 to 32 mil. So it's kind of classically, heroically, fantasy proportioned and that kind of thing, which is quite Mm -hmm. nice. Henrik the miner there as well. Oh,
0: that's oh. all right. He's armless.
1: <laughs> hey. We are fantastic yes. today. Are fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm just going to close a few of these so we can move on. So we also have this thing as well. So we've got the monster encounters. Ooh. So this kind of throws in a few of the sort of slightly weird and wonderful things that um, they worked on as well. So obviously we've got the dragon there that we've seen before. But you also then have all these little tiny, like weird little um, sort of creatures. creatures on snails, yeah. which I think is just fantastic. I mean, you've got, right. uh, these in particular are just like, I, don't know, I, want, it, I want it. Cyril,
2: enraged son but. of Gelatinous form. I do love that they've had it embedded a family tree in these guys. It's yes. fantastic. Yeah.
1: Look
2: <laughs> like, how cool is that guy? Oh, that's brilliant. Right. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, is, a,
3: is he coming yeah. or going?
1: <laughs> just living his best life, just You can never question Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, imagine you were putting together a chaos army, and you were like, "Who's your champion? Oh, is it that big guy, the massive arm, the massive yes. on the back of that warhorse? No, it's him. This the little guy tiny guy
2: <laughs> comes in slowly on the snail. Uh, I
0: mean, hang on, you, you've got to watch out for the little ones. They're vicious. They'll be ankle exactly, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They'll have your kneecaps.
0: Cool. Well, yeah, my
1: D and D character does that.
2: Yeah. Oh, I really like snails as mounts.
1: Mm, I think it's a really cool great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And as they like, a lot of these things have been designed for role-playing and stuff, but I think a lot of this stuff in particular um, works really nicely for those people trying to make sort of old hammer-style armies because a lot of times you can get your hands on a lot of the old plastics and things, but the metals yeah. are a little bit harder to find and they're usually a bit pricey. Mm. So looking at stuff like this enables you to dive into... Maybe an old Chaos army, or something a little bit different. Maybe Skaven, or Undead, or something like that. And put together some really interesting forces made up of interesting new models from a, a, a creator, rather than just having to run the old Citadel ones and that kind of Ooh. thing. So, how cool is that? He looks
0: so grumpy with his face.
2: Retired, hasn't he? He's, he's done. He's out, out of the game. I'm drying out. <laughs> he's, he's, he's tired. I'm done.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. we also have these chaos warriors so this is a slightly more sort of badass um kicking ass style uh chaos miniatures and that kind of thing so let's just look at let's look at the whole warband there we go so we've got that's the whole set of them all together oh. again going for that slightly more sort of old school look and feel mm-hmm. to them um i think paul was saying on in kind of like the about me section of his page this is the kind of stuff that He loved making when he was younger. And so that's kind of filtered through into sort of what he's been doing now as the sort of range has grown and developed and that kind of thing too. Um, And I think it's really awesome because this kind of gives the appearance of, again, old hammer style chaos warbands that weren't just made up of like followers of one God. They were made up of all different types of characters Mm -hmm. that came together and sort of battled for supremacy on the tabletop and things. I mean,
0: this one set, instant warband for Frostgrave.
1: Yep. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. A Really quirky, weird one definitely oh that'd be really cool yeah um so yeah so there's loads of awesome stuff in there i think this one's pretty nice as well it's
2: that a uh, like... scorpion tail or is that yeah, coming from that yeah or is that coming from the sword no
1: that's, that's coming from that's here. coming
2: from here. wow that's really cool it,
1: coming from his nethers yeah. <laughs> and you've got that classic sort of bird-headed look to a zentian sort of warrior with that kind of almost magical crystal sword as well which i just think it's really nice yeah.
2: Very cool. And then oh. the head
1: of Conan the
2: Barbarian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright. It's only a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty awesome.
2: That's pretty
1: really cool. Stuff, cool. Yeah, I uh, just want to bring a few more little bits and pieces here as well before we finish up as well. So, as I say, they do a little bit of scenery too. So you've got a couple of e- extra pieces here. You've got that sarcophagus that we saw as part of the undead collection, which has got the little creepy <laughs> hand opening up the tomb to so climb out and stuff. Which I think it's really nice. It's got a little sort of. Sigil or crest on the side of it as well. A very nice little piece there. But good for you. Good if you're putting together kind of like an undead scenario in a D&D game or something. Mm
0: -hmm. Or if you're maybe doing some 7TV, doing Dracula, Dead and Love. Very true.
1: Yeah. You've also got this, which is the Evil Totem, which I think is really nice. That's very cool. So. Head's been cut off, stuck on the end, no legs, all the blood in the world, and clearly been attacked by something that's a little bit goblinoid. I'd like to think because of a little kind of bad moon there as well. And see, he's I, clutching I, his last will and testament in his arm there. Like, like, see, yeah. I
0: don't know. I, I imagine he's been in a horrible accident, and the goblin just came along and went, "Sorry, I can fix it. I can fix it. I can fix it. I can
1: fix it." <laughs> Are you saying this is a goblin surgery table? Is that yeah. what you?
0: <laughs> yeah, the goblin. The goblin tried to help the goblin field.
1: Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then I couldn't go without talking about this as well. So we have the dwarf slayer, the dwarf oh. giant slayer. So oh, yeah, I do really like cool. this
3: that yeah. giant head alone is friggin' fantastic. That's
0: oh.
2: great.
0: Never Love mind the fact that, he's got a lip ring in,
3: never mind <laughs> the bird,
0: you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: that's awesome, isn't it?
0: That's what you imagine GoTrex like after he's killed someone. It's just that, like, yeah, got it.
3: That <laughs> is the picture
1: of pure job satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> if your job doesn't make you feel like a dwarf slayer, you're in the wrong job. Is you so said I like couldn't it. do it. <laughs> but Yeah, I think that's pretty impressive, especially if, like a little but, vignette or something. If you want to dive into and play yeah. around with that, it comes with the metal metal dwarf on the top and then the resin giant's head as well underneath. Which I think is, as as John was saying, there. I think the the giant's head in particular is just phenomenal. I think that's I good. want
0: to see the giant before he gets beheaded. Yeah, just saying, just saying.
1: Maybe maybe Paul will do that for you. Maybe maybe he'll do that for you. Uh, there was another thing I wanted to talk about as well. So we've also got, as I said, um, Paul does uh, kind of. uh Commission sculpts, that kind of thing as well. Um, mm-hmm. So he works for a bunch of different companies and things. So if you are a company out there that's looking to try and sort of get some miniatures done for a game or something, or you just like it's the right. idea of having something commissioned for your own range or something, maybe give uh, Paul a go and see what you think. Because he's got a little contact page there for you to dive into and have fun with. Cool. And then there's a nice little about page as well, talking about some of the stuff that Paul's done in the past and the different companies and things that he's worked with and some of the influences. Oh. In the
2: He scales all different sizes, doesn't
1: he? Yeah. So he's worked in six all the way up into 1980, which is amazing. So, yeah, very And bigger. Yeah. I also want to point out as well that recently, so this isn't available at the moment, but Paul, there you go, Paul Smith did, um, well, or does (laughs) a lot of um, uh, Kickstarters, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: uh, working on different minutes and things. This was the latest one that was done uh, that's going to be fulfilling in uh, July there. So, if you're interested in checking out some of these miniatures before they appear on the actual web store itself, then uh, you can check out the Kickstarter and things
2: that Paul does. Is grim, is really cool. isn't it?
0: So yeah. Like that guy. face in the, the main body is
2: horrifying. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's, that's brutally gorgeous. I think would be the best way to say it's it. It's mm. to be stabbed
2: in the mouth though, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Just... But yeah. So if you are interested, uh, head on over to creativesculptstudio.com <laughs> and have a look at it. Dive into the dark, hollow miniatures range and have fun with it. And, uh, Tell us what you pick up from there. Cause I'd be interested to see what people have been thinking about it, but yeah, very cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I said, very cool. There we go. I got it in. My, hey! meme, is, my meme is complete. <laughs> so uh, that was India of the week. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we're going to be back to dive into all sorts of amazing tables of gaming news.
4: Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe, Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that you love—it's the news.
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and uh, we're back for some amazing tabletop gaming news. Uh, mm, there's been some fun stuff happening, uh, and I'm going to be kicking things off by talking about Micro Art Studio and their new range of very nice pre-painted, pre-coloured terrain. Oh, so let's God. dive in and show that off. So, yes. Their new terrain uh, has been sort of designed so that it matches up with the aesthetic of the rest of their Infinity stuff. Um, all of it is HDF. So it's the I sort see. of um, traditional kind of like wooden terrain that everyone will be very, very familiar with. But the big thing with this stuff is that, as you can see here, all of it is obviously pre-coloured wow. and then pre-detailed with all the sticker panels and everything on the sides of it. Wow. I think it's really awesome.
0: I love um, the billboard stuff on the bus.
1: Yeah. yeah. So they've done some really nice stuff, But like all of these kind of like little accessories are all available. Things like these kind of um, roadblocks and that kind of stuff is all there. All of these things as part of their kind of like resin collection, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But a, lot of, a lot of the sort of larger pieces are all available individually uh, in this new pre-coloured format. Uh, and as you can see here, they do some really large pieces wow. and then some really smaller ones, some smaller ones as well. So this is just one of them and it shows up exactly what they do with this. So, All the sort of outside panels and things, I've got that kind of colour attached to them. And then on the interiors, you've also got some different elements there too. Um, There's still some areas that you might want to come back to these and sort of finish them off with. I think like a lot of people tend to sort of put markers along the the sort of edges of these just to kind of like finish them off a little bit. But I think in general, uh, because they're trying to make kind of like, as I say, that sort of pre-painted, easy to use and quick to get to the tabletop terrain, I think that's fine as it is. You don't need to go
2: back to that, no. No, you I don't at pretty, all.
1: Yeah. Uh, They've also done like a few different styles. So oh. obviously this was the um, Kyoko 3 sort of style. It kind of very sort of traditional kind of like Japanese style buildings, mm-hmm. but with the sort of sci-fi aesthetic built on top of them, a little oh. bit from, uh, from uh, Infinity. It's all modular as well, which is pretty cool. So you can yeah. play around with it, which is quite nice. Uh, and then you also have these ones here. So this could obviously be used in the, one of their slightly more Japanese settings but you could always take this and put it into pretty much every, any other yeah. uh, landscape, I reckon. Uh, it I looks, it a-
0: looks like it's one of their modular buildings. Yeah, yeah. We so each, each Blocks and blocks.
1: Yeah, mm. so each of these can be sort of slotted together and then you can put multiple ones on top of it as well, which is quite nice. The graffiti is a
2: nice touch there. I yeah. love the graffiti on that yeah
1: i think it's really nice uh you can see i think if you look uh, that's not even any bigger but you can see here <laughs> as well, that they kind of like added additional levels with the the stairs and things onto it which i think is yeah. quite nice because mm-hmm. you can move around the railings and things which is quite good here's one of their very modular ones so this is kind of designed oh. as a little bit like a like a hab block mm-hmm. like the apartments and things so you've got that one there which is sort of done in the blue again with all the texture detail and everything on the side of it you've even got the little signs there as you were saying justin sort of bringing mm-hmm. attention to specific areas nice. and giving them a little bit of character Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you have this one here which kind of breaks down into individual sections as well Um, they've all been designed so like they work well with Infinity so all of them have have got lots of space inside high sci-fi
2: yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: they've got that vibe but then also on like a gameplay uh, element as well so like everything's been scaled and sized so that it works within the kind of um, is it the ITS format that they use, the Infinity Tournament System format? Yeah. So they've done that, especially with some of the larger buildings. They've actually got objective rooms built into them, and that kind of thing, which is quite good, I think. I so,
0: like that they're doing the same cuts with, or the same kits with different colors. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it it means that you can sort of play around with this a little bit more and just have fun with it and build a city quite quickly, especially if you put it onto one of these, um, the mats and things that you can get um, from Uh a a wide variety of different uh, providers at the moment as well. So. Uh There's some really nice stuff I think there for Infinity fans to dive into, especially with uh, our recent Infinity Week. Uh, yes. Well, the Infinity Week coming up next Monday. So, yes. so some really fun stuff there. I'd say all pre-painted or pre-colored, I guess, would be the way to uh, yeah. sort of talk about that. But um, yeah, it's good there if you want to sort of dive in and play around with, um, well, putting together Infinity terrain without having to bother about ever going near it with a brush. Basically. Oh that yeah, yeah. you're going to have to
2: put a lot of bright colours into your terrain, and you certainly don't need to.
3: Especially after spending, you know, if you're a good infinity painter, spending months and months and months working on these fantastic looking armies that we keep seeing every weekend, you know, in Uh in our project system, and then you're like, I have to put that same level of detail into my terrain? No.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I I can't do that with a three-inch brush. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. but yeah so amazing stuff there for infinity uh, if you want to dive in have fun with it uh, Free you're going to take us off to a, in a journey into I, who would have thought that you would want to talk about Moonstone me uh. oh
2: here I am with your <laughs> weekly whimsy update that's what I'm doing so um, Moonstone have got some new releases on their website so following on from their successful kickstarter last year with the arising there's some new minis the expansion and campaign flow in a fresh cohort of dark and twisted and whimsical releases. So starting from the top, as you've got there, you've got the new Horizon expansion that's on the store. So this is chock-a-block full of content. So this was part of last year's Kickstarter. So some of you might be like me and be lucky enough to already have the hardback, so I can take you through what is in there. So we've got 176 pages of content in total to widen Moonstone as a game. So there's nine story scenarios in there, rules for linking up games into campaign mode. There's an extensive and detailed rules breakdown with different experience, so you can go through and see how to play it. And if you've got the first book, you're going to see a continuation of 55 extra character profiles inside. So that's going to include the good old Boris the Bunny summoner, and some unseen ones there, like um, the two that you have. So, you've got Duchess and Creep. Uh, there's also some future releases in there as well that we can have a look at what is coming. You've also got 100 pages worth of lore and storyline in there as well to supplement your game. So, there is a lot in the horizon, especially if you're looking for more campaign play with Moonstone. It's something that you should have a look into. So, speaking of campaign, you've got the new campaign deck as well. So this is part of Kickstarter as well. So you can get hold of your deck from the store too. So it's going to primarily support campaign play and it's going to provide a flow of story. But if you do want to get some more use out of the cards as well, along of the 70 campaign cards that you get, there's 36 different upgrade cards. So you can bring tweaks and mm-hmm. tricks into your battle. So it's going to bring a wider variety, really, of crazy whimsical gaming uh, just to spice <laughs> it up a bit. Um Along with the new content, we've got new miniatures joining the Froze World. So as I said earlier, back of a we've got some characters that haven't made their way to the tabletop yet. So there's two new troop boxes um, cast in resin on their way. So first up, you've got the Masquerade troop box. So you've got the Duchess. Creep and Claudia Bell. So they're all high and mighty and rich and would certainly fit in well in Carnival, actually, if you want to oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for something a little different. But along with other moonstone characters, they've got dark and sinister trips up there, well polished sleeves. So you've got the Duchess there, shes an upper-class social climber who is keen on getting creative with her murderings. Uh, The creep who's sneaky and he lives life in the shadows. Uh, He plans his tricks through intimidating tactics and draws towards the weird and sinister. And then you have Claudia DeVell, and this is fantastic. She is the politest robber that you're ever going to (laughs) meet. She's going to rob you blind on the highway, but expect some kind-worded therapy in the process of being robbed uh, by her. Uh, The second box you've got that will hit the store, uh, you've got more humans coming, and you've got the black powder trick box as well. So we've got 3 scoby scabby-ridden pirates joining the fray. Moonstones on the mind. Uh, this is my favourite. It's made me smile. You've got Swash, Peggy, and Powder Monkey. So uh Swash, he's a fine upper class gentleman, smug smile as you can he see. It. Yeah, yeah. He does. He's got a bit of a <laughs> gas on about him, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, he's keen on starting his life in the high seas by flexing his fencing abilities. So he's adopted the name Swash quite recently, and he's keen on dedicating his life to piracy and upholding the legacy legacy of his father. You've got Peggy, and I was so happy to see that Peggy has got a peg leg. I was I was very happy. You can't, happy. Be you Peggy can't not yeah, be yeah. a pirate called Peggy <laughs> and not yeah. have a peg leg. Um and she's wonderful, so she's a strong female character. Quick wit to rescue And she rocks up her sword And her pistol And then there's my final Which is my favourite You've got the powder monkey He's
1: amazing
2: (laughs) There's a picture of him coloured And he's got some flowery shorts on And it it really There they go on the box there On the front He's got I mean would you look at those shorts (laughs) So the crazy little monkey He's going to add some He looks like he's got a bit of A serious alcohol addiction With his uh, alcohol being (laughs) held onto him Uh, But he's going to stir up Some drama on the table So he's quite lazy very agile. He's got barrel of bombs, so you're not going to be forgetting him any soon. And as I said, you can't, you have to paint those shorts extravagant as you possibly can. Definitely do, yeah. Yeah, so there's several releases over at Goblin King. If you do want to get on your Moonstone, there's loads of new products to dive into and loads to expand on the universe. So quite cool to see what's going on at Moonstone.
1: Very nice. Yeah. The thing that I quite like is what, what Moonstone does and what Goblin King does is they put all the rules on the, on the page so if, you, if you're if you interested yeah. in the characters you can go and just find out how they work before you buy them so you can yeah. be like "Ah, oh, this would be a good fit for my particular mm-hmm. you know war band or, or troop yeah. for example and you can just have fun with it It's quite yeah. nice
2: yeah that's what's fantastic about the, the books the arising book you can have all of them deadied out so you can just go through each page and see what kind of band you'd like to build uh, yeah. but they're, they're a lot of fun Moonstone minis when they drop they're certainly whimsical so I always look forward to seeing these uh, when they're released so
1: a- that's you got, fun you got you got one of these that you want to paint John uh, is, it, uh, is it Powder Monkey <laughs> no oh which one which one,
3: uh, which one? Peggy actually. Peggy Peggy's
2: Peggy.
3: great um, yeah yeah I well, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good female character so mm-hmm. like I painted Jada and I loved her so. Jada's yeah, fantastic I love Peggy as well
0: yeah although she actually reminds me of one of the strangest things I've ever seen on TV oh, someone nice. was on Pawn Stars and brought in a peg leg which actually had a uh, a pistol built into it. How it, cool! Uh, it
3: works. That's, awesome. That's not odd. That's friggin' cool. That is cool. <laughs> but it, it
0: was literally like homebrewed because when they were that. looking at it, they were going, all right, so that came off a of brown Best to actually get the trigger mechanism to work. It's just like, you're telling me somebody homebrewed
3: a tag-leg pistol. Cool.
1: <laughs> Wait,
3: I would cut my leg off to have that.
1: <laughs> Please don't. That's some kind of like Final Fantasy stuff That is, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah So some amazing uh, Moonstone releases there Thank you very much Free that's very cool I'm, I'm sure Jerry Is kicking himself I If bet. he's not here
2: It's really but... nice actually no, no, To no, be Jer- taking Jer- Jerry's not kicking Steve.
0: himself He's recovering <laughs> From St Paddy's Day That is true that
2: Jerry's is true. probably yes. Already purchased these Let's, let's face it yes. Jerry's already got yeah, them We nice. know he's got it So uh, yeah. yeah It won't take me Too long to be <laughs> How about you Ben Where are we off to?
1: Uh, So next up, uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of role playing, uh, but in the Iron Kingdoms. This will make me happy. Yeah. So uh, the folks over at Privateer Press, you may remember that they launched their Kickstarter for the Iron Kingdom's Requiem campaign setting uh, last year. Well, all of those books, uh, both physically and digitally, are now going to be available for you to pick up uh, from over on their web store. Um, they have all been designed using the fifth edition system. So, if you're familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons?
4: Dungeons and Dragons! Let's
1: just That's say, I'll just way. say D and D. D ampersand D. Uh, so, yes, uh, they've all been designed with that in in mind. So, it uses that sort of basic system, but then it builds on that with all the stuff that you would imagine from the world of Imran and sort of the Iron Kingdoms, sort of throwing in things like the Trollkin and Warcasters and Warjacks and all that kind of stuff as well. So, this went down a storm on Kickstarter last year, everyone really enjoyed the fact that it was coming out and sort of breathed a little bit of life back into the Iron Kingdom system. Um, I know a lot of people really quite liked the the old way of playing that game. I thought it was, you know, fairly fun. It was a good sort of robust system you know very bespoken all that kind of thing but i actually think that switching over to fifth edition is obviously a very good step in the right direction if you want to kind of port people over from the sort of traditional fantasy setting to something a little bit more weird and wonderful whilst also keeping things very sort of um in line with mechanics that you already know and yeah love. a bit more familiar yeah um. a bit more familiar so you've got the likes you can play as things like humans gobbers trollkin rulic dwarves yes <laughs> Honduran, uh, and then maybe even the likes of the Nis as well, the elves in this world too, which is quite nice. And then, of course, you wouldn't be an Iron Kingdom and role-playing game if you didn't have the likes of gun mages and all that kind of stuff in there as well. So <laughs> there is a lot of information there in there for people who want to play as these particular kinds of characters. Um, they've really gone to town. with are kind of building up the additional rules for the likes of warjacks and things. Um, so it uses sort of more traditional, kind of like monster stats and stuff like that, but they are put in loads of very sort of um, bespoke design mechanics so that everything feels very Iron Kingdoms, which I think is quite nice. Uh, so it's not just basically like having a pet in D D, which I think is quite good. So they sort of stepped around and stepped around that and sort of done something new and interesting for it. Um, obviously, the world of Imran is one filled with interesting monsters and all sorts of different things in it as well. So they've designed a new Monster Nomicon, which I think is a fun name for the book. Nice. Um, I also want to point out that it does something that I really enjoy. And they've designed the book for the monster nomicon, just like the old third edition d d ones, where it feels like an in-world artifact. And I love that like nice. this idea that like somebody's just bursting out of the front of it, trying to eat your face. I, think that's very funny.
0: I mean, the monster book of monsters.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there is president for it. Yeah. So um, this has been designed in a nice way. So it's packed out with all sorts of different monsters for you to play and fight against because... If you've not played War Machine or Hordes before, there are some really weird things out there like, against, uh, oh, including yeah. walking pumpkin heads and scarecrows and all different Ooh. types of
0: things. So. Uh, don't so, yeah. don't forget all of the the mutated dragon blood beasties.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's Beastie definitely remember, like baby. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's something in there for you to put against your party and make sure they quake in their boots, even though they do have a massive warjack looking after them. So, yeah, very cool there.
0: See, this um, is the thing. I, I played a game of this years ago, and our DM specifically kept warjacks out of it because he just thought they were OP.
1: Yeah, well, yes. I mean, they are effectively like having another player character, aren't they, in that point? So yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, if you are sort of new to playing Iron Kingdom's Requiem, and you want to sort of like get a good in, maybe even as a, as a dungeon master or a games master, then they're also going to put together this Legend of the Witchfire adventure. So this was the story or this narrative that kind of came out when Iron Kingdom's was first born. And and that role-playing system was first born. And so they've revisited that and made it fifth edition compatible so that you can use that in your game, which I think is really nice. It's got classic undead in it and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, why wouldn't you want to go smashing skeletons in the face? That's a pretty cool idea. Um, And then in addition to that, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. So you can get your hands on the new GM screen, uh, which comes with all the details that you'd want to play the game on the back of it. Very helpful for uh, game masters starting out again. And then also I'm going to open up their web store because there's a whole bunch of other stuff on there. Hopefully this loads, it does. So yes, <laughs> as I said, uh, they've got that. No, I don't want to join your mailing list. Uh, we've, <laughs>
4: Harsh. <laughs> we, we, we've got all the
1: right uh, we've got all the um i don't like pop-ups but damn it anyway so we've got all these sort of physical books but then we've also got the pdfs if you want to get those they're about half the price of the oh. sort of physical versions which is quite nice and they're yeah. always good for references and that kind of thing but then they also do these which i think is really awesome so if you like using miniatures so if you want to dive into the iron kingdoms range and use those miniatures uh, to play out your games and stuff. They've designed all the sort of battle tiles for you, to use, which is quite good. Uh, just because you-
0: Jerry's not here, I have to say it. If you want to play role-playing games the wrong way. Exactly. Do you believe <laughs> that? Do you
2: truly? It's our week where well, we don't have to say it this <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> oh no, no. I, he might not be here, but he's here in spirit.
2: In yeah. spirit. He's channelling right? through the beard. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> channelling through the beard. Wow. Uh, and then you also have these as well. So you've got spell reference cards, a little bit like what you've seen from Gale Force 9 for normal Dungeons & Dragons. Reference cards for the Warjacks and Mechanica stuff as well. And then you've got some sort of additional toolkits and all kinds of things there too. So it's a very nice little set if you're going to be wanting to play out some adventures in the Iron Kingdoms using the 5th edition rules. Um, As I say, it did really well on Kickstarter. It's good to see it now at retail. And uh, I hope a lot of people go and give this a shot because I definitely think it deserves it. I think the 5th edition system is very robust and can be tweaked and changed in all sorts of different ways. And I think because this is a fantasy world in essence, I think it's a good partner, a good sort of like um way to sort of bring the Iron Kingdom to the tabletop. So yeah, I some just, very good stuff on that. Point. I
3: absolutely love the Iron Kingdoms as a setting. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. I fell in love with War Machines so hard. I have some of the audiobooks and stuff, and it's just it's yeah. such a an amazing, unique take on steampunk weirdness like Uh warjacks are my are my vibe (laughs) (laughs) they are my steampunk tank of (laughs) tank love so yeah well i mean uh, it's magic but also have you seen the warjack
0: they're rather lovely (laughs) yeah
3: it's magic but it's a magic powered tank that has the essentially the consciousness of a dog yeah it's it's great it'll play fetch (laughs) with you and (gasps) yeah (laughs) try (laughs) man Yeah. I need War Machine to come back. I need yeah. War Machine back in my life.
1: It's <laughs> I mean, it uh, a very cool game.
3: Yeah. I'm happy to dive back
0: into some Signar.
1: We need to find all the models I can.
3: Yeah, Kador is the way forward.
1: K-Dor. I have Kador. Massive, huge clanking war jacks, or yes yeah. yeah and they look even more like tanks than most things so yeah, there we go. That's why do you think yeah. I like them yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah so stepping from one fantasy world to another uh, free I believe there's some new stuff coming out for Lord of the Rings the mm-hmm. living card game
2: yeah so I've been playing through Lord of the Rings the living card game recently and after I've had the core box uh, for a mighty long time it's really interesting for me to see the new releases that are being supported in the revised edition so now starter decks have made their way out to release and they're providing new ways for beginners to actually stand a chance against the unforgiving world of Lord of the Rings card game so there's no new cards um but it's producing a thematic setup past the core box so there's more ways for you to pitch in in a cooperative fashion so It's four different sets. We've got the Dwarves of Durin, the Elves of Florian, the Defenders of Gondor, and the Riders of Rohan. So all of which are incorporating a new play style and flexing particular themes um, in Spheres of Influence. So if you like a swarm deck... Tiny pictures. I know they're so small. If yeah. you like stupid a swarm fantasy, deck...
1: Stupid fantasy flight games, but anyway, dwar- sorry. Did you
2: play the dwarves? <laughs> do you play the dwarves in the Rings car game? I
1: have made a dwarven deck. In, yeah. Uh, of course I have. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Exceptionally well. <laughs> Although my, my, my favourite deck has
2: been my Ent deck, but I, I, I will go Ent unbelievable. Yeah. I well, the swarm deck is when... You, if you want to do plus one deck, you're good with the dwarves. Because they'll help you keep on top of everything. So they've got strength, you're bringing your mighty axes. And it can. this set in particular will contain a series of dwarves scattered across loads of different release titles. So you'll have Feely, Keely, Day Nine for ETC. So it is more of a savage play style. It's a lot of fun when you can get all of your dwarves working together like a well-oiled team. You've got the <laughs> Elves of Lorien. So they're bringing more tactics to the table. So they've got like kind of more of a sneaky wood elf finesse so you're getting the likes of Celeborn, uh galadriel and haldir in the deck and they prove to work well with their Sylvian allies so you're going to be able to return cards back and forth into the play area um, when trouble really does hit the fan, uh, Gondor, Gondor are some of my favourite uh cards. A lot of my favourite cards come from Gondor. Um, they're great if you like living your life on the edge. Um, so they're often my tank cards. They're great hack and slash. Uh, so you can get through your enemies. It's a great tactic. It comes with a great gamble, though, if you are playing just with Gondor. Uh, mm. You can sometimes overrun the prestige of Gondor and you're going to need some tactics behind your front line um, to stop you being completely knocked out by uh, the Dark Forces, but if you do it right, the payoff is incredibly rewarding. Nice. Um, yeah. And if you're in trouble, Rohan will certainly answer that as well. So they've got cavalry based tactics. Uh, Riders of Rohan play really well with tactical play. So they are hard hitters, but they're more hit and run. So mm-hmm. their leaving effects will hang around after they've left the area. So if you are keen on taking a look at these packs and you've already purchased the expansions already, Don't worry, as I said, there's no new cards in these decks. They've just been pulled together to allow players with a starter pack past the core box and venture into the wild and go about it. So let's face it, the core box does nothing at the minute but tell you that you need more cards, and this is exactly (laughs) what this does. Um, So if you are looking for a specialised deck that matches your play style and want to delve deeper into the Lord of the Rings without having to pick up packs here and there and trying to build your own, the starter decks are going to be great because you're going to be able to cooperate in a challenge as you stumble on new characters as you're going for the adventure and adding on as you go along, um, especially past the core set, because the core set pre-made decks uh, are pretty much just to get you immersed in learning so everything so, yeah. about the yeah. sphere.
1: The thing, the thing that I quite like about these is that it's kind of teaching you. In essence, the way of, to deal with deck building as well, because yeah. it looks like it's combining two. Is it two spheres? Two spheres, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So you've got an, you've got a nice sort of guide to sort of starting out and making your own decks, perhaps past this. But I think mm-hmm. I think as you say, this is a really good way to sort of reintroduce people to the new version yeah. of the game, because yeah. you're obviously doing that new version of the set, which comes with the added addition of kind of like the questing stuff in there as well, yeah. which is quite nice. Yeah. And the then having, in there. yeah, and so having things like this to then be the next step while you then attach, you know, have a go at the sort of Forest of Mirkwood I th- cycle yeah. and that kind of thing. I think, I think cool.
2: where these, we, these would be a lot of fun was if you are playing cooperative and somebody gets a Rohan deck and somebody yeah, gets yeah. a dwarf deck. So if you are cooperating, you can bring those themes together to kind of yeah. overcompensate what you need to do. I do yeah. think it'd be quite hard playing with a, one particular theme because um, loads of different factions Swap in, swap out. It's a great way to get a full scope. So I do feel like if you are going to buy these solo, it might be quite difficult to stick with one particular theme. But if you are cooperating, it's a great way to get some unknown themes and factions into it. Uh, And learning. And learning what your best play style is for the game as well.
1: And? If you want to learn how to play the game and sort of what it's all about, Free has done an amazing series of articles over the last sort of few months showing off uh, your adventures and things. So definitely check that out. It even features poor Pascal. So, you know.
2: It does. (laughs) He's a nightmare. He jumps on the table all the time when I have to. He knows it's dinner time past a certain point as well. I mean,
1: have you locked him out today?
2: Today I have, yeah
1: okay. Good choice. <laughs> He only gets let in for XLBS He I does think. only uh, get let in
2: for XLBS He's only allowed otherwise he calls too much of a habit. This yeah. would be down by now and The previous any, XLBS is attacking
1: For anyone who hasn't watched XLBS It just sounds like we're talking about someone called Pascal That we use as like a strange <laughs> weekend monkey or something <laughs> Yeah, I
2: let him in No, Pascal is my cat and does yeah. very much uh, <laughs> fight on the side of Sauron When it comes to it. yeah, yeah going through lord of the rings but they have been released early uh, this week so if you are keen on expanding past the course uh, adding more great. cards to your deck and just getting in the ways like ben said Ooh. of learning how to deck build um and you can not, not dipped into too many expansions it's a great way to add some characters to your collection as well
1: cool uh so we're finishing things off uh for this week's news with a little bit of games workshop because we have to talk about them because you can buy them from us It's great. Uh, (laughs) We have some new combat patrols on the way for you to pick up. So these have been teased already. So we won't gild the Lily too much when it comes to these. But uh, there are two new combat patrols, one for the Grey Knights, uh, which you can see there, which comes with a whole host of uh, fantastic um, demon slaying individuals. You get your Grey Knights in the, the Terminator armor. You get five Grey Knights in Terminator Armour as well. You then get five Grey outs that can be built in a various selection of different uh, configurations. You could build them as a strike team, an interceptor team, a purified team, or a purgation squad if you want to, which is quite nice. And then you also have the Nemesis Dread Knight in the background as well, sort of lording over things with that pretty cool sword. <laughs> if you like the sword. <laughs> uh, I don't like the baby carrier Space Marine. Yeah, that's quite uh, interesting. No one <laughs> ever has. Yeah, no one that ever has. I think it's very cool, especially if you do some kind of like kit bashing with that in particular. But it's a very nice little set. I think this one very elite.
3: I've uh, seen someone
0: convert the Dread Knight to be Orcified, which was quite cool. I was oh, going to say cool. it
2: would be good if someone could steal it and, and wield it. If that so makes
0: the, sense. the Orcs can steal and loot, yeah. and, and they can they can loot a, a Carnifex. Yeah,
3: yeah they, they, it's yeah. A, it's about damn time the Combat Patrol for Grey Knights did come out because yes. it's a. I just it may be my
1: third army. Ooh, Maybe I've got to say I think there is there is something about the grey knight aesthetic that I think is really fun, and I think yep. it'd be really fun to paint. And yeah, you can do them in a, in a traditional style or something different. Yes, or? I
3: I have a test many already done.
1: Oh <laughs> oh oh, of course you do. Oh, better. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so as well as the gray knights, um, the sort of other side of the coin, uh, we've got sort of psychers that are anti-psychers, but then also psychers that are like I love psychers. We have the uh, Thousand Suns on the other side. I don't know what I was doing there. Um, so this is a new set that's kind of like builds on what came uh, as part of a, um, a sort of like big boxed big box battle game a couple of months ago. Papa. Yeah, lots of things. So <laughs> yeah, so this uh, comes with your five scarab occult terminators the Infernal Master that you saw at the front there as well, which is pretty awesome. And then you get all of those Zangors. So you've Zangors got like this... That are completely useless now. Yes, yeah, these are this, utterly this,
0: useless. This, <laughs> this disappoints me slightly. I just want more yeah. rubric Marines in this box.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people would have liked maybe... Tens angles and then a, like a squad of five or something for the Rubik Marines. That yeah, that would be pretty cool. But um,
0: yes, you get more minis in this, but it, it feels like you're getting less because you don't have that like a big yeah. centerpiece miniature with it. Yeah,
1: twenty of them are completely
3: useless out of the twenty six in the box. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, let's
3: not let's not gild the lily here at all. True. This this yeah. is mm-hmm. not the strongest combat no. patrol. No. The,
1: the the Grey Knights one is is pretty fun, but I think mm-hmm. this one would probably take a little bit of tweaking. Yeah, uh, maybe is, that would one. maybe this would be for finesse players. apparently well, we this, say, this
0: one yeah. for me fell short of the mark of where I would want yeah. to. Yeah.
3: Cool if you collect Chaos Demons as well, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it should be noted, obviously, that these are named as uh, combat patrols. So these are all done sort of so you can kind of essentially play them out of the box. This is obviously done to their power racing rather than sort of points or anything, but it kind of gives you a sort of like stepping stone into the game. So yep. this should be relatively balanced, whether or not that's really the case is, well, Depends on the faction you're picking. But uh, yeah, some pretty cool well, stuff in well there. That's <laughs> kind of a joke. It's a really good joke. Anyway. <laughs> uh, as well as the two combat patrols that we see there, we've also got two releases for the couple of plastic miniatures that are coming out as well. Oh. Um, so you've got Castle and Crow, who uh, is finally. just amazing. Um, he, is he, <laughs> he, he was available in the the box game that I was talking about uh, yep. from a couple of months ago, but now he's available separately. Uh, you can either have him in uh, this format with the helmet on his head or you can change things out and just have him with his bare head as well which is pretty cool oh, he's um, so good. I love the demon sword you can't yes, really see God, I'm this wondering so why
0: Grey Knight is wielding a demonic weapon Because,
1: he because he's so badass That's like, yeah. all right. yeah. Read his lore dude. Read his <laughs> lore His lore's great He's insane That's um, gorgeous yeah. Aren't they all yeah. Well yeah that's true So you've got Castle and Crow there And then obviously The uh, Infernal Master Which was the other miniature That was available In that Combat Patrol And the big box game Is now separate as well Summoning demons From the Rift To do battle On the tabletop Very uh, I, I'm getting kind of like Cow elf vibes mm. From this guy With yeah. this sort of like weird Backpack and stuff
0: See whatever way They painted this This mm. looks more like A 3D render Than an actual miniature
1: It does weirdly Actually it doesn't, does? It doesn't it It yeah. looks like it doesn't Really fit together
0: yeah. Weird, yeah It's very weird looking <laughs> If, it's the um,
2: cape, I think, that's doing yeah. it for me.
0: Yeah, I, I, and that fire, the way they painted
3: the, the fire. The flash of burgundy is just distracting me a little,
0: yes. little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. There, there's yeah. something very uncanny valley going on here.
1: Yeah. The interesting thing about this, though, is it kind of obviously fits into the idea that the Chaos Space Marines wear slightly more of that. Archaic armor yep. that they mm-hmm. wore back during the heresy. So, this kind oh, of yeah. like fits into that. So, yeah, that's like a Mark three armor, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, if you've got some uh, Horus Heresy plastics, for example, or maybe from the new Horus Heresy plastic stuff said that's not coming out, but probably is. I honestly don't know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this <laughs> could be a really good fit for that if you want to kind of do something sort of Horus Heresy and. Uh, Uh, Thousand Suns obviously just paint them in a different colour because obviously you needed them in red I think it's red wasn't it Red. yeah it was was. some fun stuff there but yeah so some really fun stuff there for uh, 40k well some moderately cool stuff for John to play with in 40k (laughs) in the near future some really nice miniatures as part of those combat patrols and those new characters as well Uh, it's a nice little sort of um Entry point for people who maybe missed out on the uh, box game when it released last year, but uh, yeah, they're finally sort of catching up with themselves. Games are so far, and the Tyranid one shouldn't be too far away, which should be quite nice to dive out into. The crow
2: is that <laughs> close, as, do you think?
1: As much we don't, as Lloyd, we don't talk about the crew, <laughs> they've as just had Lloyd, their codex. No, true. there's
3: no more crew coming, there's nothing else coming.
1: Uh, well, you never know if Lloyd bugs the people in the kind of like oh. chat enough, <laughs> maybe they will eventually get around to a recent crew.
0: I'm honestly amazed he hasn't started a petition. <laughs> give it time, you give know, it open layer two it's games time. workshop. Please yeah. give, yes.
1: yeah. When maybe we should make Lloyd do that now, he's got his new place. We should do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surround him with crew and then just let him go. That'd be way to go, but yeah. So, yeah, uh, that was the uh, news uh for this week. Hopefully, you saw something there that was quite interesting. You want to dive into a little bit more detail. You can always check out the the links in the description down below if you want to follow a little bit more of the news and see what else we've been talking about There's some really interesting stuff that came out this week that we didn't manage to fit into this weekend but, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we're going to be back to talk about 3d printing and how much of a badge it is so yeah, see you soon So we are back to dive into the last section of this week's show, and we're going to be exploring the wonderful and amazing world of 3D printing with (laughs) 3D printing is the shit. You don't know what I actually said is that last one. You're really trying
3: hard to be theatric
1: in this episode. I have to. I have to make up for the amazing and... Voluptuous Jerry, the absence of Jerry. Whoa, yeah. whoa, when did Jerry become voluptuous? He's a sexy man. Uh, uh, do... Okay, ben.
3: okay, hey, he,
1: he, lot, he, he feeds me indie games and indie miniatures. So, you know, he, he has so what, like, love, so.
0: like sweet chocolates on a chaise long? Yeah, you not yes. indie, indie, <laughs> yeah. my love,
4: yeah. Yeah. chef kiss, yeah.
1: Pretty much. But anyway, back to miniatures. I got weird. Uh, we, uh, so, uh, as I was saying, we're going to be looking at some 3D printing stuff uh, at the moment. And yeah. um, after last week, you would be forgiven for thinking that we all just care about Murkborg and amazing, uh, dark, twisted fantasy stuff. Um, but actually, you're right. Uh, because there's <laughs> a company that does amazingly twisted and weird stuff called Bestarium or Bestarium, however you want to say it. Istarium.
2: how twisted are we talking Ben
1: oh so twisted and I think Justin's way of, exp- of saying the title is the best way to go so uh, this is go for it Justin Stadium. There we go. I'm gonna get. Can we just now sound cap or whatever like, <laughs> capture that? And then oh put god, someone's gonna I put that yeah. on a soundboard.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Every, it's just gonna be ba <laughs> <Bistarium.
3: laughs> YouTube will clip
1: this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Bestarium Miniatures uh, has been around for, for since last year, but they mm-hmm. do a range of fantastic looking and <laughs> utterly mm-hmm. grotesque miniatures. For You to use in your role playing games, in your uh, tabletop war games, skirmish games, whatever you are Halloween decorations, so. Halloween decorations, yeah. I, decorations, yeah. I mean, um, Valentine's Day gift, you could exactly, you know, everyone's got a cake. oh wow, so, yeah. Wow. So, these are just think Diablo, think uh, sort of Dark Souls, and then mush I'm that together. Scrim- with twisted Warhammer art and design from the olden days, uh, and then a little bit of Morkborg and all that kind of stuff as well. And that's when you get these amazing miniatures, as you can see here. I mean, How? do you
0: remember the old Wesley Snipes bullied movie?
2: Oh, I what do. Balthazar inside. Yeah. Are you talking about Balthazar?
0: The yeah, the, the Asian vampire that was just like a puddle.
2: Yes. <laughs> that is
1: that is very yes, yeah, yeah. I think that works <laughs> quite nicely there. <laughs> But um, yeah, like everything that they've done is perfectly awesome for anyone kind of looking to do sort of twisted and weird wargaming on the tabletop. Um, I think, as I say, (laughs) this would be perfect for anyone who's doing more Borg and that kind of thing, because it just fits that so nicely. But I think you could, this is the kind of stuff that I think people who are interested in the uh, 28 movement will be really fascinated by. So that's kind of looking at sort of old sort of Blanchett style stuff. Like, imagine that painted up in a blanchitsu style with, like, yellows and sort of warm Mm. reds and all that kind of thing. That would be amazing.
0: See, I I would do these guys in, like, acid greens and do, like, an awesome neural Army. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: a great idea. Yeah,
1: I think that would be amazing. I mean, look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's definitely a hug. See,
2: I'm just looking at a strange place and they've got yeah, strange places, they've got ears and stuff, you know, the the odd places. There's an ear at the top of the head next to the eyes that looks like the start of the head.
1: There's even in. little there's even people crawling out Ooh. of its moor and everything as well, which I think is really nice.
2: It's so cool. S- sinister, isn't it? Uh, I mean French
0: kiss on the first date.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if
1: you get out <laughs> what's quite nice about these as well is that they come with this kind of sculpted base design as well so you mm. get the model but then you also get the base too which is great and nice and yeah really mm-hmm. awesome addition to that um let's have a scroll down through see if there's any more that sort of catch your eye oh I love this one I'm gonna go for this one yeah. oh, shit. undead knights yeah oh.
0: go down one from the undead knights
1: oh uh, uh, yeah, that one oh, I yeah. want to see that
2: Stop hammer time
1: I'm going to get the Wolf of Calvin Because I think that's pretty cool as well So look at that as well. I mean look at that Oh That's straight out of doom
2: it, yes. Yeah it is isn't it yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wings are beautiful
1: I'm also going to say One piece No need to assemble
2: Oh that's Ooh. great
1: that, That's an
0: interesting challenge Yeah is it that pre-scaffolded print. or no? Uh, well, it probably is, yeah. Pre-supported or there non-supported. Yeah, okay, you so you have both off. Perfect. Because yeah. trying to support something like that in one shot would take quite a while.
3: Well, yeah. Justin, those of us who are 3D printing experts... Yes, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I yeah this, in fact,
0: probably. there's a the thing. This is the first time the 2D printers from the main office are in the same
1: i was going to say i defer to yeah, john but- all things 3d printing now i'm afraid so yeah <laughs> oh, to,
3: to be fair to be to be blatantly fair if there's if there's people supplying 3d st like stls now for miniature collectors who aren't making them pre-supported oh, yeah. i wouldn't trust them because if they know how the supports work for their own miniature then they've engineered it correctly yeah, you know they haven't just made something cool and just thrown it out oh, there they've yeah. actually thought it through
0: Oh, the shields are amazing they are yeah. so
3: that is like World of Warcraft undead like friggin oh.
0: it's like draugr's on acid
1: yeah. the eyes because are
2: fantastic oh the yeah yellow. I
1: like that that's, that's a really nice way I think that'd be a really cool way to paint them definitely yeah. Yeah. I like that uh, you were saying they're just in the dragger theme of that kind of like almost emaciated body I think it's a really cool look oh. Rather than making them normal skeletons, I think that's a really mm-hmm. cool sort of addition. Yeah. I wish this pop-up would go away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get ad blocker.
1: Yeah. But yeah, amazing stuff there. I think that I think, uh, as you say, yeah. here are those hammer knights. Oh, there All yeah. of my yes. Oh, and they're
4: wow.
0: carrying a massive coffin on their back. Yeah.
1: Now imagine you were uh, playing Turnip Twenty Eight or Sludge. Yeah. Those would be amazing for that. Just
0: Again, ima- they yeah. would. I would just use them as straight-up chaos warriors.
1: You could, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see someone make a, um make an order army for Age of Sigma, mm. but use these as Stormcast. Imagine that. Yeah, like that could really work. twisted, That's horrible versions of them, yeah. that maybe like living like <coughs> Shayish or something. That'd be really cool. Yeah.
2: I mean, what little, would you even begin to call that weapon in the middle? A double mace, a, a, a mace stick? Um,
1: mm. uh... A flail with two, a flail with two S's. <laughs> or the do they remember. have reverse
0: jointed
3: legs? <laughs> yes, they do. Well, they have yeah, oh, yeah. they have like demonic feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Very yeah find that, any shoes? That weapon in the middle is the two for one brain removal device. That will uh, do it. Ah, that will do it. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I don't know. I've
1: left all the pretty things Stop behind. Clicking. Oh the look, at leave this armor. <laughs> So here's the wolf of Caden. I think that's amazing.
0: I like the way they're doing a regular skill beside it.
1: Yes. So that's yes. like so, a, that, I'd say that's like what? Yeah. 32 you know, it. normally. So yeah.
0: this is so what it- Lehman Russ looks like when he comes back. Yeah,
2: yeah. <sighs> it's got the wolf armor, but it's almost standing on wolf legs.
1: Yes. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Kind of fits into that weirdly quite bestial look. I think it's quite nice. A, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah.
0: a pole-arm sword.
1: Yeah. Of some description. Like a big, yeah, it's like almost a sword with also a spear at the same time. Yeah. It's mm. very nice. But like I, I just love how like twisted and yeah. Me- metal. These actually are. Oh, cool very yeah.
0: I mean, they wouldn't be far off sitting on front of a Metallica album. Yeah. So I'll
1: we've got all that, that, one. that <laughs> heavy. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> we saw that one as well we saw that one and we saw that one so this is another one of the ranges that I wanted to dive into as well so they, as I said they do kind of stuff that's been designed for d and yeah. so these are d d characters but with a Bestarium sort of twist Bastarium Bestarium. Nice. bestarium. Yes. <laughs> yes you've got I, you just need to put that on every time I say Stop. bestarium. <laughs> bestarium. Yeah. so this is kind of like cleric paladin oh uh, like fighter and like a, a sorcerer mage but oh. done in their style, so they're, like, properly, like, Dark Souls and twisted yeah. and horrible and weird.
0: I am loving that sort of, like, druid style with the
3: armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really cool. not even, like, they're that horrible. They just look, like, utter badass. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. The, this this is the amoral, like, lawful evil party, I would say. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like to say,
0: like, that- we're rocking into your village. Of course, we're going to save the day, but, you know, we're... We're probably gonna rob you while we're here. Just people
2: just will probably it. get slaughtered in the crossfire.
1: I yeah. Oh wow, <sighs> that's the demon that he's tethered to himself. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I like. To, I think I like to think that like inside that staff that he's got, that's actually like a fairy or something that he's just enclosed do. in like a an iron maiden. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and well, like, every time I'm he like, loves someone, the the fairy inside gets stabbed
1: yeah 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 and that's what gives him his power like this emaciated twisted bloody fairy or something man i'm loving this too much this is great <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant oh, yeah. and look here's the carrot sheets for you to use them in the games
4: that's oh, fantastic that's cool. That's, cool.
1: that's cool but you can use them in fifth edition which is really mm-hmm. nice how cool is darius. that
0: very cool. darius yes. the fist cleric war domain
1: yeah very cool yeah, Here's some more of the heroes as well. Oh, so, oh wow.
0: That's a cute puppy.
1: Let's see what they've decided. This one is. Uh, oh, I can't see that, but we'll open it up and have a look at, well, I mean, we we've all played D and D. We can work this out. Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bard. Oh. Bard. Yes. Bard. Uh, and Ranger. Ranger. Because of the uh, animal. Co- oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: how cool is that? I mean, that's just an amazing look for a barbarian. Mm-hmm. Just like this horrible twisted individual. He's so got cool.
3: muscles on muscles that shouldn't does. be muscles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, look at that
0: bard. He just looks oh, so I sparky. Mm-hmm. Just like, like- you'll want me to play a
2: song? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> he will hit you with his accordion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like that he's, um, he's cleaner than the others. Yeah. <laughs> like he actually course, cares he, about he's himself. He's a bard. Katana. He's char-
2: charismatic to the T.
1: Yeah. And he's carrying
0: like almost a katana.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. Mm. Well like a drinking saber
1: thing. drinking hole style, like <laughs> as well, yeah. there's also that Slavic influence there as well, which I think is quite nice. Mm-hmm. It kind of like goes down that route rather than a traditional sort of, sort of Western European style mm. of a bard, which is quite cool. That, and again, I, that mutt is amazing. Oh.
2: The scar on the face of the barbarian.
3: I will name him yeah. Fluffy. Look, Justin, the ranger has an arrow...
0: Yes, this makes me happy, so I didn't have to mention it. <laughs> Although the arrow is going through the bowstring for some reason.
3: Oh, shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you're the one that brought this up. This is Lit your fault, picking. I blame
1: you. And this is the last oh. of their lone heroes that they did, oh. which is from the first edition of this.
3: Oh, I love that. Love the so, barbarian yeah. in the back. The, yeah. No, the dude up front with the helmet that has the creepiest eye holes. Yeah. yeah. That feels like,
1: you know, medieval Bioshock to me. Mm. Mm.
3: And then you've what, got- you got
0: a very nice
1: rogue there as well yeah I like the idea of doing that guy and then have blood like trickling out of the oh. eye socket
3: or oh something. yeah oh. and
1: stop selling this to us <laughs> <laughs> well John
2: you do have a 3D printer that wizard right? at the back is gorgeous yeah
0: and here you can if, if, if you could engineer it you could actually get some LEDs into the eyes. The
2: oh, oh yeah
0: wow,
4: that's oh, a great
3: yeah. hill cool. green or yellow print mm-hmm. off. or drink the iron jaw um, that that guy Kills. <laughs> that,
2: oh, oh yeah, I a love a that
1: wizard That's a murderer.
2: <laughs> that's like gorgeous
1: yeah, emaciated, twisted wizard kind of thing it going on spent there as well.
0: A thousand years gathering know, my power.
1: Still a fair amount of whimsy
3: around him, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 there is. yeah, yeah. But that, it's again, the hood.
2: That, I think the hood yeah. is what yeah. sells the whimsy. It's still yeah, very it's, clearly a wizard.
0: It's kind of a blend between a wizard's hat and a hood. With yeah. the big pointy bit up top. Yeah. Yeah, I see where Very
1: you're coming cool. from. Someone, someone actually pointed out something quite interesting about Grimdark and how like why Warhammer so successful in doing it is because they do, as you say, they present a horrible, nasty, twisted scenario, mm. but then there's like an element of dark humor. So you meet an orc, yes, he's going to kill you, but he'll talk about how much he hates his Zoggin friends or something as he does it, you know. Well,
0: I mean, you there was know. the time that Cathayas Kian was hiding in a bush and an orc relieved himself. Exactly. On yeah. him.
1: Yeah. And so I think you have to have those kind of moments of almost levity almost in, in oh. the design of things like with the barbarian there. Yeah, he looks like he's going to kill you. But he's got like a weird wicked grin on his face. So he's yes. probably like told himself a horrible joke or something before he killed him No,
0: wh- what's happened there is he's came into the tavern and they've said, we're out of eel. Well, like,
3: oh, yeah, that's and true. that's how it he's... all kicked off. No, no, no. He's just walked up to his market when asked to meet you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be very intelligent He's the
2: kind he of guy trying. Yeah. In, a, in an RPG that will walk up to anything in a pub And go, that's mine And then just <laughs> yeah. walk away He's that guy yeah. You wouldn't question him You No intimidation needed is he?
0: yeah. Hello, While we're on the subject of D&D Are you guys all caught up with Vox Machina? I am, yes, yes. Oh, so good I've actually started listening to the podcasts It's very good it's Yeah, I'm enjoying very, it yeah,
1: It's very good uh, yeah, well, actually, no, their latest campaigns have been quite twisted and weird, which is nice. nice but, uh, so, yeah, as I say, these guys have been around since, like, last year. So they've been doing a lot over the last 12 Makes or so sense. months at the moment. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to highlight a few of these. If you see any that catch your, your eye again, just please let me know. But. Uh, some very nice stuff in here that I think is very good
2: what's the desert of the giant skull there's a the giant desert Bird. of the giant skull that row that, that you're on take one in yeah,
1: there yeah let's let look at that first for you say
0: yeah
1: Zinchian Zinchian Egyptian
0: oh look there's Dwayne the Rock Johnson
1: back yes
2: yeah, it's <laughs> the Scorpion King
1: That tiny, is the smallest Photo in the world. <laughs> Those are, are cool
2: Ooh, They're cool. nice yeah.
0: Really nice assassins that's Oh crazy. look the
2: feet The feet are Oh I Uh-oh. love the feet
0: Yeah with the Crows claws.
2: Because that could Almost be human Until you look down
0: Yeah Yeah. Well I think the cor- That's the cor- maybe just vowels. Literally on their boot yeah. No
2: Maybe Very oh, 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 oh. very cool Could be though You Ooh. are correct
1: Questionable There we go there's your big scorpion riders. Well, well scorpion centigors. Cent- <laughs> Centipedes? Cent- Centipedes? Cent scorpions? I don't know.
3: Four <laughs> tars.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: that, that will go. Four tars. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. oh, wow. wow. Some really nice action poses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is Again, very scorpion king, that one, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice to have the sculpted bases, but then all these, as you say, these sort of elements that make it feel more action packed. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're in the midst of battle. No, because I mean, those you've got to be careful with those when you're packing them. But <laughs> yeah,
0: but even the way they've they've sculpted the armor onto that particular character, yeah,
1: you can yes. see it's
0: literally just a breastplate that has been strapped onto. him and you can see all of the skin and stuff. It yeah. feels like its own separate component. Yeah. Really nice design. All the rippling in the oh, wow. and the veins and oh yeah. And
1: then, yeah.
2: It's been Again, stuff
1: stuff that you'd hope would come out through in the uh, the final sculpts, the final prints as well. So mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Oh, this but is Mostly, great.
1: when
0: you see them like this, chances are good that it will come through.
1: Yeah, I think that actually is... Well, I, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell for sure, but uh, yeah, very mm. nice. There. Uh, we've also got some of these. So we had these ones, which I think are really nice and very Dark souls again.
2: Mm. Mm. Like very a really nice feral one, so. in a way, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Regal-looking. Almost Diablo-esque as well, actually. Mm. So got yeah. so. those. And this was one of the other big sets that I thought was really nice, actually. This is a big collection of sort of twisted and weird stuff that they've been working on. Oh. Every, everything's twisted and weird. <laughs> but yeah, so you've got sort of your, like, your hangers on that have been sort of uh, attacked by weird things and turned into minions and things. I mean, and stuff.
0: It kind of feels like a necromancer has went out to make friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They may
1: know. I mean, look at that.
2: <sighs> that makes sense. An enslaved off. moose. Is that With a that-
0: with it a could be. hanging at like the front with the spear. Yeah, yeah, the victim.
1: Yeah. Oh god. But it's the oh. fact that like this was obviously some mighty creature, but these little kind of like brain slugs have kind of attached themselves to them and have twisted great. them and turned them into horrible creatures that Ooh. go hunting on the moors and things.
0: You are flesh
1: puppet now. And look at that. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh my god.
0: That's yeah.
4: great. That's petrifying. Um,
1: so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna buy some of these, John? <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Oh, yeah, this, oh. Is, this is the complete opposite of what I usually ah, right. go for. So yeah. sadly, not. No. no. Oh, look God. at
0: that! And that. Yeah, oh. that's
2: great. Yeah, you could
0: do such a good like zombie horde with these.
1: You're really well,
2: you, good. well, as well as that, the sci-fi. Well, not particularly sci, but space as well. You could do something older, uh, something biological.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could like yeah, you could just remove something like the shield there, yeah. and that's like combat, like almost like archaic combat arm or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. those I mean, into, like if, shock sticks or something. If you
0: paint it up like a say a Kevlar
2: plate that he's wearing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Easily get over something. I mean, that's amazing. Oh yeah. Alien feels and it's
2: things. It's grim. It's yeah. beautifully grim.
1: So um, as you can see here as part of the collection, uh, they have a whole range of um different things for you to pick up as they've been going for a year or so up until this point and they look like they have no signs of stopping and lot, a lot of people have been diving into this and painting them up for their own uh, amusement. mold mm-hmm. on the tabletop I know there was a particular model in here that I think everyone has been printing on Etsy uh, and it's that guy there There, I'll, show, I'll just show him off look at that Oh, oh I wanted to be
3: a church but mama said no <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> look at the, the end of the spear with the hand like this. Bless you, my job.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is like Pyramid's head's spinest cousin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The religious cousin. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, Amazing load, stuff. Loads crossbow with religious intent.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. But,
1: yeah, the so,
2: power of Christ be with you.
1: <laughs> as well as the, the bundles and things, they also have their tribe. Um, so a lot of... Um, creators now will obviously have their patreons and their my mini factory but tribe is the kind of my mini factory is mm-hmm. the kind of patreon within my mini factory to go and uh-huh. check out um so they've got stuff that comes out every month uh the most recent one was the penitent oh. crusade which you see there there is actually a better picture of that that i'll find in a second as i scroll through uh, let me just go and find it while i'm chatting away
4: um,
1: waffle, waffle 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 oh, there we go that was the uh that's the march bundle that you can pick up oh so, if you're interested in playing around with twisted and weird religious uh, occult sort of stuff
0: well, all, all, all I'm now, hearing is bring out your dad bring yeah. out your dad I'm not quite dead yet You know what all, all, <laughs>
3: you know, all this is actually reminding me of it's, it's kingdom death with more humans in it mm-hmm. Yes Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah? It? It's, just more, it's kingdom death just really really more yeah. humanised twistedness Oh,
0: Look at the, the barbed hook weapons down the centre front there
3: Yeah
0: Those are terrifying
2: mm-hmm. Will it load? Images, on, there we
1: go. <laughs> but yeah, Get a lot in there. What's quite nice about it is that you get the character models and then you get the, because obviously these 3D prints, you can print them out as many times as you like, but you mm-hmm. get four of those, duplicate that up, you know, to a squad of 12 or something. That's yeah. your unit of warriors in pretty much any fantasy game, basically. I
0: mean, Just you could do like a Dark Empire yeah, yeah. pick yeah. for Warhammer Fantasy <laughs> if you wanted to go yeah. back to the old
1: world. Very much so, yeah. Uh, but they've they've obviously got that coming out this month. Uh, they also do. They're also working on a revamp of some, one of their uh, older kits. So there's this one, which is going to get re uh, as been sort of twisted and updated. I've said twisted so many times. <laughs> twisted. That is though, Ben. When the dungeon comes for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh wow! Um, I've just
2: seen the bodies in the middle of in the cave. Oh, yeah. yeah, in, in the belly.
0: Off. And the other guy with the hands are actually the
1: cages. Yeah. It's like a bloody wicker, man.
2: (laughs) That's terrifying.
1: Uh, But yeah, so if you join them on Tribe, uh, you can obviously get your hands on these uh, particular miniatures. But they also have this free welcome pack. So this is all the things you get for free when you sign up to their Patreon uh, well not patreon their tribe you get all of those bi- different bits and pieces to try out as soon as you get started which is pretty cool you can also buy them separately if you like but you get a big one and then also a couple of sort of smaller miniatures and then the terrain features as well mm. uh, but it's a pretty um awesome looking one to go and check out so if you're interested in 3d printing something uh evil for using your <laughs> games of uh Milkburg on the tabletop then i would recommend going to check out bastarium Bistarium. Hey. Uh, hey. Pick those up and use those on the tabletop. Some really fun <laughs> stuff for you to have a look at there. But I think uh you'll agree, it's pretty cool. And uh, as is the case, they've been around for a while now. They're on Facebook and all those kind of um, social media platforms and that kind uh-huh. of thing. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more and more about their range, maybe seeing some people paint them up yourselves, there's loads of links on there for socials and that kind of thing. So you can go and um, have fun talking with the rest of the community that has been uh, playing around with those miniatures as well.
0: Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our Prize Claim Centre over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form
1: to claim your prize.
0: All prizes must be claimed within 30 days.
1: We're going to get a little bit more... Whimsical and happy. Well, like more it, lighthearted
2: now. A little bit more it, lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so, uh, free. You're about to tell us about a uh, crowdfunding campaign from over on Gamefound that everyone should go and check out. I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you enjoy your fantasy and want to step into the role of the mighty Druid... Oak is on Game Found by a game at the moment. So you've got a flex strategy and you're taking one to four players are going to be taking the role as juridic leaders. So they're in charge of their own order. So jobs don't fly out of thin air. They're going to need to take guidance from the sacred tree. So the tree doesn't give its adult knowledge freely. Therefore, players have got to prove their worth by meeting objectives and hope to gain the secrets that the tree holds. So How do you prove yourself to a tree? That is the question. So (laughs) a flock of druids will be heading out on several different trips and temples collecting artefacts and all this unlocks hidden powers which will send the player into conversation with mythical creatures that are going to need your help. So all of which establishes the place of worship so the order can grow uh, in strides and hope to create prosperity across all of the lands. I just want to mention what Ben is saying there. Yes, they are little add-ons to your meeples.
1: That's so, so cool. You, <laughs> it's just <laughs>
2: adorable. Um, so more board that's covered, you'll get more grips uh, and more that your order will become into. So missions start small, but more power comes to the order, and responsibilities responsibilities will grow the further you go in game. Just to make sure that you are truly committed to the tree. Um, Your leaders, as I said, is going to get upgraded into elder druids uh, and they have a wider uh, span of influence that can upgrade actions later on in the game. And as I said, the different druidic clothing pieces that you can add that represent that is just darling. They're, They're fantastic. I really do love the additions to the meeples. So they make their way up the oak tree. And meet the demands of the wishes of the tree across three turns of the day. So at the end of the day, they'll need to go out and forage and get potions together to help the weird and wonderful creatures that are lurking across the forest. So you've got to gear up for the Solstice Festival, keep watch over the sun, and by the end of the fifth round, players will tally up all of their influence and do good they've done around the environment. And the person with the most devoted knowledge uh, is the winner, depending on how much success they have in their order. So there's two different pledges, nice and simple on the campaign. You can get mixed on uh, the retail copy, uh, which is the bottom, uh, which will be able to pick up at discount on the game page. So if you do think that you're going to end up Looking at this later on down the live at FLGS, uh, you can get this at a discount there, and you've also got the deluxe version, which has got upgrading components using utilizing wood and loads of game found exclusive extras, too. So you won't be able to get hold of this once it heads Look, I do love a tidy inside of all the game. Oh, that's a yeah. good insert. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But this, it looks like A lot of fun And as I said It's taking up My fantasy There's so much oh. Extras Yeah You get extra stuff In oh, the deluxe Oh it's a
1: double-sided board Oh
3: Damn <laughs> down
0: man Damn down. Down, down It's alright It's alright
2: Yeah uh, Just
1: unshaked uh, wood <clears throat>
2: I, I, don't, I don't think, unless you, you've been playing board games for a long time, I, I bet you get just as excited about wooden meeples as I oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing quite the same as wooden meeples about the fact that you can add little things to them, too. It's adorable. But um, it does look really interesting. It got funded in, in a matter of hours um, when it went on to GamePrown. Game Brewer have been looking at this title for a while now. So people have been keen and excited. And if you do want to get yourself a slum um, car protectors, they are available in the ons as well If you do want to Keep them nice and clean When you first get it Look at them Look at yeah.
0: those I am loving the fact That they're showing The differences Between the base game And the actual Deluxe one there Yeah That's, yeah. Really, That's really nice awesome. to see Because sometimes You'll see it say Deluxe and it's just like Well what do you get
2: What's upgraded What's get so deluxe kind of. yeah. yeah Yeah It's so nice it seeing that you can so, certainly see the
1: difference. So these apply to like uh, um, upgrades that your druids can get. Do you know? Are these
2: you they seem to be given when you've ac- when you've met a series of tasks. When you've got to a ah, certain point, oh, they'll upgrade yeah. to an elder. Um, nice. So, these like will that. be given to your elders.
1: And they come in all versions of the game,
2: which is yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. so, your little maple can be mm. rocking a mid six or
1: i I'm a but, big fan of worker placement games, so this one sounds right up my Yeah,
2: seat. it does look like a lot of fun. There's 20 days left on the clock for this one, there isn't any stretch goals. As I said, you've just got your add-on of your card protectors. It's a nice, simple campaign. So if you do like the look at this one. Um, it's it is not
0: a huge ask 20. for the price of it as well. No, no, no,
1: no. 85 euros. not pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good, though. No. And there's lots of videos as well. So if you want to learn a little bit more about it, you can go and see what other people have been talking about and diving into, get a little bit of gameplay on there. Mm-hmm. on the screen and and uh, as you think about your pledge and stuff which is quite nice So it also said it was one to four players as well one to four
2: yeah it'd be interesting to see going off on your own I love a solo board yeah. game as well so it'd be quite nice and oh, fulfilling as it were oh no they're darling aren't they they're just that adorable
0: level of want
1: increases well it's i love, no I love everdell because it has like really nice lovely yes. components and it's set in the wood and so this has really nice components and it's set in a wood so I'm like well, yeah yep, yep. yeah this right.
2: where i'm at as well Ben, i'm very much in a
1: similar just, boat very nice just missing the
0: anthropomorphic animals
1: that's true yeah but yeah it's so, so Greek, it? yeah if you're interested in that one uh what how many days was it left? 20 days day? left 20 on the clock days? that one very cool yeah. Cool. so uh we're going to close things out uh, for this week on The Weekender with uh, just one more kickstart for us to dive into uh, we talked about old school role playing games and stuff uh, throughout this show when we looked at that indie, and of course, we looked at some bestarium stuff as well. the but, but there we go. <laughs> You're not getting away from the one. No, no. So the this is so my that...
2: favourite thing ever. I hope you continue this forever.
1: It's going to be on the Expo Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll Expo. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, as well as uh, some really nice miniatures and things, it's also a role-playing game for you can check out from it. Guys at Exalted Funeral. Um, so, this is a new Kickstarter that is looking to bring to life a set of classic role-playing game books for you to use on the tabletop. Um, it's going to be sort of split up into two. So you get the two different box sets. You've got the classic game set and the advanced expansion set. That- very similar to kind of like old school OSR, if you remember that from back in the day, DD. You'll also notice that the artwork that they're using for this one is very similar to that kind of art style from back in the day as well. Um, the game itself, the role-playing game, It's very similar to traditional Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, It kind of takes, as I say, that sort of 70s and 80s style of role-playing where everything is very hard uh, and, you know, things are not stacked in your favor you are probably going to die if you come up against a bunch of stuff too quickly it's all about planning and sort of uh kill those rats get those levels (laughs) yeah kill rats get levels but one of those rats is actually a massive demon and eats your face that's the kind of (laughs) thing we're looking at with this one which is i think is quite nice they've kind of perfected this as part of like the um indie community over the last couple of years and so the intent with this is to kind of approach those old school school RPGs, but with a new design philosophy. So all the books have been laid out really nicely, all the artwork's really good, which we'll see in a little second as well. Uh, and they really sort of approach this from kind of like a, a, a love letter standpoint, looking back at those old role-playing games. As you can see, ca- kind of has those classic old-school uh, class and things in it. So mm-hmm. you got things like the acrobat, which I think everyone who's played sort of old-school D and D will know. You got your bard, your illusionist, your knight, the magic user. I love that. It's oh. not it's not sorcerer <laughs> or like wizard. It's magic user. You're Imagine allowed. What you are,
0: yeah, you know? yeah. They, that, they, that that's so open ended You could be anything. anything.
1: Exactly, <laughs> they they've stopped short of making elf a class as it used to be in old D and D. So that's what is the last name in the races? Uh, the the Sfinnib- uh, Svennadal. Sfinnib-
2: <laughs> Sfinnib- <laughs>
1: it's it's basically like a, a Nordic gnome kind of thing. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, I'll just call story. it a blin. Yeah, or like a dark gnome. I think it's the is the way that is. Let's I'm sure someone can. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone can. uh Uh, correct me in the comments if I'm wrong there but uh, Mm. yeah some very nice stuff Um, as I say it's kind of broken down into the two different sets so you get the classic game set which comes with these really nice sort of A5 books so you get one for characters, magic, adventures, monsters and treasure Uh, so these will kind of like guide you in the making of characters how to use magic all the different monster feeder face. I think there's like a hundred plus monsters in this book. Wow. Which is pretty cool. And it's like, I think it's over a hundred pieces of treasure or something as well. Mm. And then that's a kind of like starter adventure book, which is quite nice.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they then sort of like upgraded this with, and as you can see, well, so I'll, I'll talk about the, uh, the layout and stuff. I think this is really nice because it's kind of like taking the old school tables and things and reinvented them in a much more readable way. Because mm. um, normally it was like reading through a textbook, but I think they've done a really good job of kind of, supplementing these with art, artwork and stuff to make it very nice and easy to get stuck into. Um, so yeah, there's all your, all your old school monster stats and things, which is quite nice. A very fun a final, uh not Final Fantasy, fighting fantasy style skeleton there on the... Mm -hmm, That's a little bit Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's such a good scene. I need to go watch that again after this. Uh, We've also got the advanced expansion set. Uh, So this kind of adds a few more, um, I think it's nine more character classes for you to play as. A hundred more spells, loads of new monsters and a whole bunch of extra treasure items as well. So this is again sort of like, you know, you add sort of D&D and then AD&D. This kind of adds a little bit Mm -hmm. sort of an extra level of fun stuff onto the... uh, the experience at the tabletop, and there you can see, yeah, you go nine additional classes, which is pretty cool. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah. And then again, very nice layout and everything for these two. Yeah. Uh, there is also this, which is the ultimate dungeon bundle. Um, so this collects together that uh, the two different book uh, sort of slipcase sets. So you, each of those, so that I means you've got like nine books across those two, and then you get each of these adventures. So there's six of the old school essentials nice. adventures, and then there's a special one done by another one of the authors in, that's part of their campaign. And then you get that really nice old school AD&D style uh-huh. uh, GM screen, which I think is just fantastic. Mm, I, we're true. very much diving into the old school, I think, with the start and end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, oh. very cool there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a couple of different options there. There's also um, retail elements as well. Yeah. Nice thing with the stretch goals is they've approached this from the um, the standpoint of kind of upgrading what you already ha- what you're already getting.
4: Mm. So
1: they're not necessarily adding in. New books per se, but sort of things like new monsters, new races for you to play. So, the Dragonborn and the Tiefling and that kind of thing, which is quite nice. And expanded section on gear and all that kind of, kind of stuff. That's good.
2: More to the content.
1: And there yeah. is more to be unlocked. Yeah, more things like dice and all sorts of things there as well, which is
2: quite
1: oh, good. Dice. awesome. Really, yeah. really awesome. Lots and lots of additional things in there as well. Yeah. Um, what's quite nice about this too uh, is that. You also have access to some free resources as well. So Necrotic Gnome, which I think is just an amazing name to begin with, <laughs> um, has also done a, a Old School Essentials basic rule set for you to download. So if you want to see how the game works and uh, whether or not it's for you, you can go and just pick that up. So it's just a PDF download for that one. And you've got all the different sort of assets that you'd need for uh, playing around with this. There's also, as you can see, the third-party license thing. So if you want to make your own stuff using their Old School Essentials rules,
4: oh, you can do that nice. as well,
1: which is quite good So yeah, Cool. So, yeah, some nice stuff there from the folks at uh, Exalted Funeral. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scroll all the way back to the top and make sick. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, uh, by the time you see this, there will be uh, five uh, five days left? Six days left if you dive in and give this a the go. Mirrors. As you can see, completely well-funded. Oh, oh yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, smashed so,
1: yeah. it. So if you're in the need for a little bit of old-school role-playing, you have that option there. As well. mm-hmm. So there we go. Um I think that finishes off for this week. Yeah. Uh, everyone's going to go and enjoy their Friday night and have some fun. Mm. Um, that may just involve sitting at a computer painting terrain, which is my my pursuit, but there we go. Uh, um, I'll, but... I'll, I'll be
0: hunting out some space marines.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've been tasked now, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, that brings us to the end of the weekender. Uh, I will just go back to what we are saying at the start of the show. Tomorrow... We're going to be holding the big UK Games Expo yeah. live stream between 12 and 2. We're going to be giving away absolute mountains of prizes through some really fun things like quizzes and all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to be talking to a bunch of different uh, companies and designers and all that kind of thing as well. So it's a really good opportunity to dive in and find out what UK Games Expo 2022 is going to be all about. Uh, obviously, we're going to be there to talk, talk you through everything. Uh, in the chat and on the screen as well yep. we also have on sunday the uh release of the um the uh the spring clean challenge as well mm-hmm. so if you want to dive in and check that out uh then make sure to do that find out your found all your old dusty miniatures mm-hmm. like those space marines that justin was uh, mentioning yep they're probably <laughs> very dusty
0: those, Although, yeah. while i remember uh, while i'm thinking about expo i actually have a little something for you and free ben for when oh. we're on the show oh, oh. oh. i find oh. the forbidden chocolate the forbidden, oh, no. I'm
2: really excited about trying this. Don't. I am oh, really dear. excited. I love oh, crisps and chocolate. So, the fact that Tato have gone about creating <laughs> chocolate and putting crisps into it, let's go.
1: Well, there we go. So, that's something to dwell on over the weekend. The fact that we're going to be getting cheese and onion chocolate. There we go. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> I've just made your weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and of course, remember to watch out for uh, Infinity Week. That's starting on Monday. Rave I and mean. I. It's going to be amazing. Some really fun videos there from Carlos, Killian, and Jerry to dive uh-huh. into. Very good stuff there as well. So yes, uh, final thing to say. Hope you enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Seen something that you liked? Make sure to comment down below as well. Share this on Facebook and social media and all that kind of thing as well. Get your friends involved. Comment down below with everything that you've uh, we've talked about. How how would you say Bistarium in a really cool way? Bistarium. There we go. That why, right, yeah. that exact
2: uh, <laughs> why. That's the only why.
1: Very much so. <laughs> um, so yes, have fun. Have a good weekend. Join us tomorrow. If we don't see you, uh, we'll see you on Sunday as part of the Cult of Games. If you want to come over and talk to us about all sorts of fun stuff over there. Lloyd has some very interesting things to talk about. He has some strange likes but anyway you'll learn more about that it's a strange show it's
2: an interesting one this week
1: yeah yeah, if we don't see you on sunday we'll see you next week for the weekend or on friday Hmm. bye for now and stay safe everybody
4: go ahead and check out our other content on screen now and while you're at it why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong go on you know you want to click it go on